You like jazz? I can hear it just like a tiny little bit. Oh my god, I'm turning little, it little down. Tinkles in the background. No, I like him. Yeah, it's fine. I think that's something oh, well, we should he, just have he, like, he, he for the now. for all the live streams. It's yeah, just we're gonna be we're, we're gonna get hit with copyrights. And yeah, stuff. you like jazz? Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, I can you can hear it just oh, like a tiny little bit. My iPhone has volume. No, because I mean. It's amazing how specific that algorithm is where like it'll pick up stuff where you're like, you heard that? <laughs> yeah. I think even covers now are, are getting yeah. copyright struck. Yeah, pretty it's pretty rough. Even, even when you have the license, like uh, for some of the videos that I've put out where I actually had the license, the algorithm is still getting tripped. So it's pretty aggressive. Um, all right. So yeah, we're live. Um, How's it going, everyone? See Martin in the chat. Last Rhino, how's it going? How goes it, Martin? Man from Germany. Last Rhino, Stefano, Gary Griffiths, Ace of Spades. (laughs) (laughs) We're just saying names. Uh, Yeah. Nothing to talk about. No. No, We've got (laughs) an exciting show for you guys today. (laughs) As much as we post to be professionals, guys, honestly, today we don't have for a particular. No, but I topic to discuss. Actually, I figure what we what we could talk about though is um, the stuff that we've reviewed in the recent week, right? So, I mean, most recently, Chrono got to review the Sennheiser HD 800s without breaking it. So, so that was a nice without breaking it. By, yeah. by the broke the one with the, the the shot where it was broken. That was a prop, guys. That was a prop. That was not. The, that was yeah. You were, that was a prop. <laughs> right. Uh, I I love the the comments on that one. Somebody said, well, "Great, I, you didn't break." <laughs> uh, yeah, half of them were about me not breaking the headphones. Uh, no, it, it, it's safe and sound. I'm listening to some smooth jazz right now. It's good. It goes to show that you know people are paying attention to uh, you know what you're doing, breaking headphones in your spare time. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> with, but okay, so so I mean, the Sennheiser HD 100s, you liked it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you obviously Marvels. like it. <laughs> we'll talk about that next actually because that's that's important as well yeah just for tyler's to ask about it uh, yeah um but uh as far as the hd100s goes you'd said that you liked the aria better potentially but that and correct me if i'm wrong on this but um but the main the main reason you went you you, you like the hd100s more is, is comfort is that fair to say you need to get one of these, by the way, Chrono. Oh, the headband thing? Oh, ZMF yeah, yeah. pilot pad. Oh, it's just fine on my head. Well, okay, it. it's. I think it's a mix of things, right? Like, they're very similar. Uh, I'd say the HD100S in the trouble is actually warmer, but it's spikier. So, you know, that could, that could I think, yep. that, that's what can make the trouble on it, I think, more disruptive for some people, I think. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I use EQ anyway, so that was not an issue. And... Okay, so yeah, the first thing was comfort for me. There's something about the Aria, like it, it puts like a bit of pressure here at the top and then also the bottom because it just goes down so long. And uh, for me, it was a little bit clampy, but then again, as we all know, I have big head issues. So <laughs> that's the thing. Big head that. issues, big brain issues. As you say, big brain issues. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what they say about people with big heads is that they have big brains. And they had small feet. That's, that's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> There's no debate about that. Yeah. And the HD under that's like, to me, it sounds just a little bit more open. It, it okay. The bass was, I think, 
that's hands down goes to the Aria. But uh, at the same time, there was this sort of, I don't know, it's, it's, it's transience and, and it's the case has just a little bit more natural to me than on the Aria. So I guess I also appreciated that. And natural timbre, natural timbre <laughs> memes for dynamic uh, driver headphones. I'm leaving. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, um, that's how I ended up going with the uh, HDR. Also, I, again, it's just superbly comfortable. I mean, I wear this all day now, so. Yeah. Actually, the uh, HDR 100 is a really key thing to remember, too, though, with HDR 100. And it's what always keeps me coming back to it um, and not getting rid of it is tubes. HDR 100 and tubes is a magic thing. That's a very good pairing, yeah. Actually using the LX off of a tube amp right now. Um, actually, uh, for everybody in the chat, uh, let us know how the volume levels are. We did try and do a volume test earlier, um, but just want to make sure that it's okay for everybody on your end. Um, yeah, tubes. Um, it's pretty crazy how much of a difference tubes can make. And um, well, I mean, I guess we might as well talk about some of the amp stuff. But uh, Tyler, why don't you tell us about your newest? Uh, well, I'm borrowing this. Well, it's beyond chair, infatuation at this point. And it's beyond <laughs> Yeah, like I'm pretty much going to probably yard sale a bunch of stuff here soon because of that. Uh, the wonderful Cord TT2. And it's a very, very expensive uh, all-in-one DAC amp. The crazy part about it is, is that it has more power than the Fonitor, which is right below it. Um, the other thing is, uh, it sounds really good. <laughs> even like it sounds really good even through the Fonitor. Like that's something. It's like it has a, the Fonitor because right, you're using the DAC. Yeah, it's the DAC, and uh, it has yeah. a really cool. It just sounds really good. And then comparing it to like the Bifrost Two, um, I mean, you're talking about a six hundred dollar, five hundred dollar DAC versus a. 5,000 plus uh, all-in-one, right? So uh, mm -hmm. kind of a unique thing. Actually, I have the Bifrost sitting right here. Let's do that. Uh, there you go. As an example. Um, and so for me, though, like it's, yeah, it's definitely disrupted a lot of what I was, I, I didn't want to like it, let's put it that way, because my wallet is now crying in the corner um, <laughs> with thoughts of what I want to do. Um, so, uh but, but with that, like, it's definitely one of the more, uh, it's, it's just awesome. Honestly, like I really, really like it. Uh, uh, and, and then I think about things like, okay, well, it's really expensive, but then I'm looking at, I have a Fonitor sitting right here. I have the RME, I have the Bifrost 2. I have some other stuff on the, my audio shelf over there. And this kind of does a lot of what that stuff does for almost the same price. Right. So it's not that big of a leap when you actually look at it in that term. Right. Um, that that sense of it uh so i might be fire selling some stuff <laughs> for me i i think i get more excited about like tube amps that are really expensive like I instead agree. of solid state just because i know that that it's going to change the sound more significantly like like uh like the yeah the tt2 i have heard it and it does sound amazing i mean Mm -hmm. Heard both the TT2, sorry, table, it's the Cord Tabletop. Yeah, Cord <laughs> Tabletop to Hugo. It's, Hugo it's basically what it's, it's, yeah, because everyone's yeah, yeah. The original TT Hugo was uh, a portable device, and then everyone is using it as a desktop solution. So Cord was like, let's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's where the TT2 came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a long time ago, I heard the, the Dave, mm -hmm. and, and actually, I heard the TT2 when it, just came out mm -hmm. um and listened to that with a focal clear actually and was pretty impressed 
with both of them but then the guy showed me the price tag and i was like (laughs) yeah no that's exactly my problem man it's like i'm looking at like this is great then you see the price and you're like (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah uh and actually was just at a friend's house uh earlier this week and and uh we were discussing cord stuff and and what have you and the m scaler and 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 how and he's got the full dave stack like so he's got the right and the the uh cd transport with m scaler built in and then he's also got the tt2 with m scaler stack and so uh the 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 marbles on the wonderful M scaler does add some pretty amazing stuff. Um, granted, you're also talking now, if you were to stack it is like a ridiculous price of like almost 10 grand. And then the day by itself is like 10 grand plus. So um, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the stuff is, is bananas. Some of the stuff that, that, that it, it's even worse in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, I think that I was talking to some other guys in the, in the different discord chat about it a little bit. And it's like, the Bifrost 2 uh, gets you 90% of the way to what the cord stuff does, right? So, right. And same with the RME. The RME, like, that thing's fantastic. Like, it gets you 90% of the way to what a lot of these higher-end DAC stuff. So, and I was saying, to me, like, it's what it is, is those type of gear, right? So, the RME, the, the, the Bifrost 2, these things are extreme values, right, that are basically good enough for 90 plus percent of the population in audiophile world right and well, they're the last, more than good enough for yeah, now more, yeah like more than good enough yeah like you're talking <laughs> this is ridiculous levels and so and yeah. then the people that chase like the cord stuff or these other things that are like ridiculous prices you're talking about the people that are also in it just for the chase as well right so like mm-hmm. like they're in that that chase for that last percentage of value or or audio uh not value but like value to them in the sense of like audio gains that they're getting or chasing that wow moment or chasing, you know, and then also aesthetic. Cause a lot of it also goes into aesthetic cause cord stuff is, I mean, specifically the cord stuff is literally an aluminum block that they freaking <laughs> right. convert into a, a amp deck thing. Um, but anyways, that's that, my take on it is, is it's, it's really good. And I would not uh, go into debt for one, but if you had the means to, to get one uh, without going into debt, then it's a great thing. And it would replace a lot of stuff on your desk and it's a nice small form factor. And, uh, do do you consider yourself one of the people who likes it for the chase of mm-hmm. it? I I like uh, for me my my reasoning for it is is to gain back some desk space, and I really uh. like uh, the aesthetics part of it. So there's there's a couple parts, but yes, I also I'm not in it like I'm not like the hardcore one percent chase, but I'm also like. <laughs> Well, we know, know who I mean? that is who you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> but, but like I, I want to like for me like i want to have uh, a, a nice looking fantastic sounding thing that can replace a lot of my other stuff and if it's within the ballpark of that other stuff in price then that makes sense to me you know what right I mean? and so for me that's my chase and i'm also a gearhead like i love new toys like who doesn't like new toys so it's something so, that's that too you know so what you're saying is that a hd6xx and a topping l30 just isn't good enough for you no uh-uh. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get burned i'm sure for that but like you know uh-uh. no no it's not enough for me either I, i'm right there with you man and yeah um, just, i mean you got the ulex on right now like that, that think about yeah. that like that's a, a perfect example like i so i did this with my i had the 6xx and then i bought the elex the year this is a couple years back and i was like 
Like, why would you? Yeah, like, <laughs> and the 6XX literally got sold shortly after because there's, it yeah. just was a, it's, as much as it can scale, the 6XX, 650, 600s. No. Th- there, there's a We've been down that road, yeah, that like, road. Yeah, we know. <laughs> so. Last round was all about that. He says, uh, Tyler, the problem is that you will want a new toy three months and in three months, and now you're playing in the 4K leagues for Dax. <laughs> yeah, but see, <laughs> yeah, they, pretty soon it's going to be the DCS Bartok and whatever. Else. Maybe, the but like I, I pers- personally, I'd rather spend more money on headphones. But that's yeah. my other reason for getting something like this, where I can go, like, I want to go. My goal right now for all my amps and Dax is to like, I want what my favorite personally, like hybrid uh, tube amp. Uh, a tube OTL and a solid state. So right now, and, a, and the DAC, of course. So right now what I'm looking at keeping is probably the Cord TT2. I'll probably keep the Bifrost just because it's such a good DAC, uh, R2R DAC too. Um, I have the T4 from ECP. I'll probably move along the Fonder XE. I'll probably move along the KNHA1A. I'll keep the Bottlehead because I bought it. Or bought it, I built it. <laughs> and I'm uh, the ones that are on the, the chopping block are the Fonder and the RME, to be honest, right now. Um, oh, okay. And then I'm looking at like a K, maybe one of the KN tube amps, the not the big 300B, but the baby one um, to that. But I don't know. I have to look at what's the amps. what's the baby one called? It's like the H. It's the something. Oh, the boat one. The one that's not the right boat. I have I have the boat one. Oh, okay. There's okay. another one that looks just like the 300B. It's the same form factor. The the, the big one with the big. Yeah, uh, that's the 300B one, and then there's yeah. one that just came out that's like the smaller. It doesn't use 300B. So oh, okay. I didn't know they came up with a smaller one. Yeah, I, I remember when that one that first came out, and I was like, "Holy smokes!" Like, and it's using like a cage around yeah. it and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, those tubes are massive." Which, um, yeah, that's so that's my kind of my end game right now is <clears> to just kind of get down to like the distilled tube deck, like the the amp DAC situation, and then I can just focus on headphones because to me that's the my favorite part of this hobby is the headphones themselves. Mm-hmm. What do you think about, we've talked a little bit about this in the past um, for as for everybody in the call, uh, but you know, there's like the, 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 the gear chase where we do end up en- ending up. Yeah. We do end up getting gear that sounds like, let's say quite a bit better than something like a 650 or, you know, like let's say more, you know, uh, budget oriented stuff. But um, for the specific activity of just, you know, listening to music and just the simple like enjoyment of, of music. Um, where does that factor into like the, 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 the chase? Like, do you think there's a risk of sometimes like caring too much about the chase for the perfect synergy and the perfect end game and the perfect, you know, that we sometimes miss the, uh, the music aspect of it. Precock. <laughs> oh yeah definitely definitely man like i've yeah. noticed that as i've listened to more stuff i've just gotten more and more critical and sometimes it's really easy to lose myself in um the actual like technical performance and stuff like that instead of actually enjoying my my music for what it is especially mm-hmm. as a reviewer i think because you're always critically mm-hmm. analyzing um stuff yeah. so you have to be critical almost to make distinctions between what's good for you and and what's not what you don't like as much i guess but yeah, it's definitely a thing for sure. And it's it's difficult, I find as well. Like, I mean, you when you're in like reviewer mode and you start listening for things differently from the way that you would normally, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm trying to make it now. So like, I, like at least one of the days of the week, I'm just like not <laughs> caring at all about like the evaluation of something, which it's challenging once you're like in take the, the cross away like, from him. Take what? 
Take yeah, exactly. Off. Take the, cross <laughs> take away. the measurements away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's just if I want to be, you know, that's just there so I can be pedantic online. <laughs> but, but yeah, like just the idea of being able to, uh, it reminds me of like when I was in, uh, in undergrad, um, I took, I remember taking a bunch of like literature classes and they teach you this like thing about how, how to do like close reading and close analysis of like yeah, yeah. literature and stuff like that. And, it, and I remember like after doing those, like, yeah, it was, it was useful and I, I got really good at it. But I remember a- afterwards thinking, I can't enjoy any, like, I can't, I just don't enjoy reading things anymore because and then, like, sometimes you wonder, like, <laughs> are you reading too much into it as well? Yeah. Because you don't know the author's intention too. That's the thing. Oh yeah, like, exactly. They yeah. want for you to hear it like this if we apply it to headphones Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, are we doing are we going too far there it, it's yeah. interesting because there is a there's a segment of like let's say the 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 core communities and we we, we know who, you know these communities on discord and on the forums and stuff like that there's a segment of of, of let's say audiophiles who um they'll specifically not look for the most detailed and like clear and sharp and kind of stuff uh you know fastest uh performing stuff um in favor of the most natural and the most smooth and the most like easy listening kind of stuff. And um, I, I definitely like for what I personally get excited about in the morning uh, it's, it's the, it is the more detailed and technically capable and interesting stuff in that sense, but I can totally understand and like appreciate, you know, the, the, the side of it where it's just like, I, I just want my music to sound good period. Yeah. And then not worry about any of the rest of the stuff. I almost kind of envy that because like, yeah, you're probably saving tons of money in the long run. If you think about it, in that case, you, find satisfaction. Yeah. In that case, maybe you do just on six XX and L 30 or something, like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. 600 well, for people who prefer 600, you know, yeah. Find your own truth and find your own path and be happy with what you, what you like and stick with it, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we agree to disagree on that. <laughs> <laughs> We've had those philosophical conversations. We don't need to talk about Kant in this stream. Uh, Chrono, what do you think? Mm. What was the original question again? It was well, what, like, how do we feel about the the whole audio chase and the? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are you chasing uh, for the gear? Are you chasing for the music? What's the? Man, that's. <sighs> See, for me, because you know, thankfully, uh, I've been able to try out a whole slew of things uh, very throughout this year, and the. For me, I, I've kind of already decided what I enjoy the most, and I, you're gonna think I'm a Sennheiser fan, fanboy, but the, the, the two headphones that I could just sit down and think to myself like, yeah, this is this is how I wanna hear music, this makes me happy. So far have been the HD 600 and the HD 100S. So for me now, it's like, well, I think of headphones like they all have, if this is what I personally consider to be neutral and natural sense, as in like, oh, if I'm next to an instrument, I would I would, I would expect it to sound like this sort of, I then look for, you know, what, what kind of flavor or what kind of characteristic, what kind of energy do other headphones bring that can make them, you know, that gives them their own charm compared to what I consider to be, you know, neutral or whatever. So, so I'm not so interested in the other things, but I still appreciate what other headphones do. Does that, I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, but you, you've, you've narrowed it down partially also as a result of the experience that you have, right? Because you have, sorry, the, the, the breadth of, of experience that you have. Because, like, imagine that you only had the opportunity to listen to the 6XX or the 600 or whatever else, right? 
would you would you know already that that you're like oh this is this is the kind of sound that i like that i know that i like well the the only thing i can give is like a, my real life example right when i first got into this i was looking for well i was about to go off to college and i was gonna get a qc35 from bose back when you were still young yeah <laughs> but then, and then and then up on my record and i already had it in my cart and, and on Amazon and then on the recommended it showed Sennheiser reference up and I was like well you know my dad <laughs> I come from music family you know they like Sennheiser it said reference I was like oh I'm curious as to what that sounds like so I ditched the bows and and I went with the HC650 one of the original Irish made ones but happened to be on sale on Amazon and uh, I loved it then and I mean it's still something it's one of the things that I love the most I, I guess that personally I could say that even though I have tried the, all the other stuff, sincerely, I, I could be happy with that myself. Reference sounds nice, doesn't it? Yeah, well. In the title. Yeah. Uh, all these. Well, I, was curious, I was curious. I was like, what, what, does reference, what does reference <laughs> headphone mean, right? And I was like, and yeah, it just, yeah, I don't know. Terrible. Then you get stuff like the, the PM50 back there. Uh, you can't see it. It's yeah, the flat reference. <laughs> flat references in literally no ear gain. I didn't say it. Yeah, yeah. You were expecting me to say it. But Kron Krona took a Sennheiser to the ear and his adventuring days were over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Sennheiser, DMS sent this over. The HD560S. I'm trying to make it so that the light catches it appropriately. You, you know, there's something about that, like, excuse me if I'm, like, if I'm going to probably trigger some people, but trigger honestly... Women don't necessarily like the the aesthetic of that model does that make sense Th this specific oh, model? i agree it looks kind of it looks kind of bulky on like bulbous the, the like bulbous and, and like yeah. I, like i love the hd 800 i love actually even the six six series i like those um i like those better like that the aesthetic right like just, this this <clears throat> pardon yeah. me this feels more rickety it oh, yeah. definitely feels like the build is not as good as the 600 series i actually kind of miss the the marble top Finish oh yeah! The, uh, no man, I can't. Yeah, it looks it looks nice. <laughs> it grows on you, man. I, 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 I did like it when I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> like the HD six hundred I have is like this this like uh, sort of bluish gray, and I was like, oh, I wish I really wish it was a countertop finish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, my biggest complaint with the five sixty S single entry cable. Yes, it's three point yeah. five millimeter, but at least I think it is. Double check. Uh, no, it's not. It's not 3.5. This is uh, balanced, actually. Well, I guess that makes sense because it's only single entry. So TRRS um, we're going with. But yeah, um, single entry cable means it's a little more annoying to... But you, I guess it's standard enough that you could probably get an aftermarket one for it, which I do recommend because the cable is like nuts on this thing. It's just not normal. <laughs> that, dude, that's something that's always bothered me about some of these things is the cable like the cables yeah. like especially like some of the iems even too like i have a couple iems here right now and like some you get and you're just like oh that is fantastic and same with headphone cables right yeah. like some you'll get you're like this is great and then the other one you get and you're just like this, so. yeah <laughs> you're like what the heck is this that's the yeah, oh i don't know if you if you kept up with like uh, mice news but last year there was a bit of a paracord Flex cable revolution in the mice industry because oh yeah, yeah. Biomass was doing they, they, they caught up and, <laughs> and ho yeah. hopefully we see something similar and uh i actually have a, a cool keyboard um cable coming for my keyboard keyboard cable for hive mic, yeah, from one, hive of the, mic? one of the aviator no, connector from, ones no yeah yeah it is it's from p for p for fa 
uh, from the, the forum and discords. So here's the, and actually, uh, Resolve, you can actually speak on this too. So this is the, oh, the, the, yeah. the Clairvo- uh, they're, they're okay. The cables are okay. They're, they're not my so, favorite though. The, the silver, does it come with the same silver? Like this yeah, one? Yeah, it looks, looks like it. And it has like the crazy, um, yeah. Come oh, on, you can do no. this. You can do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks it looks it looks the it same. It has the crazy dongles. <laughs> it's like it, it's fine. It's just it's a little on the thick side. It's thick. Yeah. But yeah. it feels better. But then I have the 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 okay, so here's another I have the blessing. The cable cube. on the Odin was ridiculous. <laughs> I really like the, the look and of the cable for janky. your uh, Verite. Oh Oh yeah, yeah. Well that's the that's the Verite cable. That's the four four strand Verite cable that I have for that. That's yeah, that looks really back nice. there. And that's yeah, that's my favorite cable, man. That thing's amazing. That was about my a present to myself when I got see, the Verite closed. <laughs> see, using the LX the LX? The LX. The Unfortunately, I mean I said it in the our chat earlier. The Focal cables make me want to end it all. Like they just mm. make but like <laughs> life has yeah. no meaning when you have to use these cables. I mean, I, I'm rocking aftermarket. <laughs> Speaking of paracord, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Like I'm, I'm at the point where I want to buy 3.5 millimeter, like some something from Periapt or something. You know, mm-hmm. like something means. just simple yeah. because I can't stand how terrible so many cable, like cable, like manufacturers who make great headphones will, you know reliably make very terrible cables um you yeah. know hi-fi man is like this the only ca- company that so far has consistently made amazing cables odyssey um is odyssey actually i mean i should say LCDX zmf as well cable was pretty uh well did you which, which was one that you... yeah because like was it the, the the stranded one yeah or was it like the rubber black one is black fine one. it's oh it's fine it's like light and easy well, it's and light use. yeah but it doesn't janky. tangle no janky. way, man! It's so much easier to use than like this this stuff. Like, what is this? Oh yeah, yeah. I this mean, is a this is a like that's like a, a flat rectangle. cable. This, you know, that's this, why. this this is okay. That one's good. The eighty eight hundred okay. one is pretty decent. It's okay. It's I don't okay. mind it. Yeah. It's long. That's the which which yeah, can be fine. Okay. Well, the question is, do this. You uh, I don't know if you can see this, but you know I have it tied up with like a like a velcro. Oh, I, that's what I usually have mine with the velcro too. I usually keep it. <laughs> Whatever left. Yeah. I, I was gonna say the ZMF aftermarket ones are pretty nice, but yeah, even, the, even the the OCC one is really good. The rubbery one, not the flat yeah, that one's cable. fine. No, the flat one is a bit odd. Yeah, that, I would but, yeah, always yeah, upgrade. but the <laughs> yeah, the upgrade cable is nice, and then the uh, and then yeah, the the like high end ones are really nice. Yeah, but really nice. question is, how does it sound? I don't. I, they're <laughs> neck candy, dude. I don't. I I mean, it, I, I, can't get into that. <laughs> Okay, like with all that stuff though, like and in, including like some of the magic that we find from comparing different source gears and things like that, is resource stuff that let's say um, we don't, we're just we're just listening and enjoying and whatever. Like part of me, as much as I know that you know there's not supposed to be any difference with this stuff, part of me holds out hope that one day somebody finds something and it's like, you guys are all wrong. <laughs> you know, like somebody finds something like objective and measurable that's like, that actually shows that unicorn hair makes a difference, you know? Yeah. Because um, yeah. that would be fun, right? I love that kind of like, let's, you know, subvert the the orthodoxy and the norm. And No, I agree. Like everyone should keep asking questions and keep searching. Yeah. I, I agree. Like I don't, like, I, 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 I mean, I'm not, the like frequent measurement stuff right like i'm not the biggest measurements guy but i also don't think it's wrong i don't think it's bad i just personally it's not yeah. my thing 
Yeah. Um, th there has been some news. Uh, I guess we should talk about some news. Uh, and then we'll, we should probably get in the chat as well. But yeah. uh, the news uh, being that uh, Campfire released. Oh, yeah. The, the Vega Dor and the Dorado, right? Yeah. New Vega and Dorado. Um, Precog. Gonna pass it over to you. Thank get your you. thoughts on this because this is IEM territory and the realm uh, of recog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I haven't even heard the original ones either. I think you well, might have both? experience with that. Yeah, I haven't, I heard, haven't heard the Dorado. I've heard the Dorado. Uh, Vega. I've heard. I wasn't a big fan. Yeah, yeah. Vega was like, okay, so like this is gonna be a little bit of a spicy take, but like I think Campfires made two good IEMs. Yeah. <laughs> no. <end>. No. No. <laughs> I don't disagree at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I know they do really good. Like, they look great. And maybe, maybe some people out there like them, right? I'm not, Andromeda I'm sure lots of people like them, but. And the OG Solaris. Solaris? So, really OG yeah. Solaris was good. Not yeah. But, one. but see, like, like, uh, I even know that, like, even the OG Solaris was, like, very controversial. Like, I know Kryn didn't like it. And there's a lot of people who didn't like it. And there was potentially some unit variation, stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. Like, it's something that it, it, it's such like an easy guilty pleasure thing to just throw on and go for a walk and enjoy. And it, it, it goes, it goes back to what we we're talking about before where it's like, it doesn't, I don't think about the gear when I'm listening to the Solaris, the OG Solaris, you know, I just, I'm just listening to music and enjoying it. Um, even though it might not technically be the best uh, measuring I am up there. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, well, I don't know. What do you think about like, like, campfire because because like this isn't just about the dorado and the vega because they've done refreshes and updates this year now for multiple models how do you mm -hmm. kind of see campfire i guess in the current landscape with this with the, with the refreshes and the updates and stuff like that i mean i'm gonna be honest just a little bit stagnant i guess i don't want to mm -hmm. say like absolutely falling behind because they still make great stuff like the andrew 2020 was awesome man i have mm -hmm. to say like i really mm -hmm. enjoyed that i am um, but um, yeah, it feels like they pushed out a lot of refreshes and maybe they're just, they've kind of hit a wall maybe. Just they're spinning their wheels a little bit more than I would have liked to have seen. Yeah. But um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they can pick it up in the future. I, 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 th I think they have a lot of potential, honestly. If they could just yeah. get their tunings done a little bit more, um, with a little bit more uh, mass market appeal, I think. Mm -hmm. That would be great. And that's yeah. sort of like um, the case with Empire Ears and their Odin. Like, I like, I looked at the measurements and it's like totally different from a lot of their old stuff they were putting out, which I, I had to agree. Like, I, I kind of liked it, but at the same time, it was a bit more d divisive in the, in the way it was, was tuned. It, was it the Valkyrie that you liked? Yeah, I actually liked the Valkyrie. Um, yeah. Like, it's a, it's a total V shape and it's like totally base boosted to, mm -hmm. like, mad base boosted. But I, I had to say I liked it quite a bit. Yeah um that i always found they had good technical performance too like the 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 quality of the yeah definitely yeah um but yeah i'm kind of right there with you with the campfire stuff like especially these days when you have such awesome like stuff coming out from like the audio and mm -hmm. i mean it's not just the audio like moondrop it, you know there's a lot of companies that are doing stuff that they have the technical performance now to compete with the campfire stuff Right. And with, you know, a lot of this other stuff that's out there that's, that comes in a much higher price tags. Um, and like, to me, it's like, yeah, they may have a more of a foothold in like North America, like Campfire that is. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I think pretty soon, like, it, it's going to require a bit of a, 
uh, evaluation of what the tunings are and what's pop, what, what kind of tunings people want. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing either. It, no, it, no. The competition is always going to benefit us as consumers. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and yes, yeah, it's, it's not just campfire either. It's like every, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what do you guys think? Uh, well, I guess I, I know Chrono has so many opinions about IEMs, but I'm going to completely ignore <laughs> them and go right to Tyler. And <laughs> say, <laughs> what do you think about, you know, like IEM tunings and stuff like that these days? Um, so for me, when I want to listen to IEMs, like, honestly, I, I, for me, I want a fun IEM. I don't really give, I don't really care about the accuracy or like the, cause when I'm listening to IEMs, I'm on the go or I'm, I'm doing I was going to ask, are, yeah, like, that's a good point. You, yeah. Do you ever listen to IEMs when you're just like at home, like at your, no, right. You're always, yeah. so because why I have, you know, I have right. DCs, you yeah, know, like I know. Have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and IEMs are great and they can compete with certain uh, total headphones too. Right. But at the same time, like, I'm sorry, but if you guys didn't know this, anyone's had IEMs in your ears. If someone comes in and asks you a question, the last thing you want to do is like, you know, and like uh, put it back in, and then yeah, uh, I'm okay with that. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, especially when you have the edematic stuff. That's what you Or if you have, like, customs, the, I have those customs. elastics, like those elastic. Or these are work. Oh, you got those tips. new tips. Yeah, and those are like they're they're sticky, and they you know they and they and I have I have uh, pressure. I'm sensitive to pressure oh, yeah. uh, in my ears, um, uh, so. And so if I do that, it's like, it's like diving into a pool for me. So it's like, Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, I, and so the, but anyways, on that topic to me, when I'm listening to IMs, I want to be something fun. I want something that, that sounds good and is fun and isolates pretty decently and, and good and, for on the go and good for on the go. Right. So, yeah. um, which probably means more bass is better. Yeah. More bass is usually sense. better. Yeah. 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 And and my favorites right now are the Campfire Andromeda Golds. Um, that's the ones I own, and then the Mest, the Unique Melody Mest. Right. Are probably my top ones I listen to the most. But the Golds are my guilty pleasure. But then I really like the the Monarch. Um, yeah. That was fantastic. And then I have the Neo on demo right now, but I still need to do some more listening with that. But that one's a pretty bassy. But there's yeah, there's my Neo thing... just came in today actually. Oh, nice. Oh, did you buy one? Yeah, I bought one. Wow. They're, okay. They're, they're fun. <laughs> I liked they're... it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um. That being said, like I have the Claire here right now, Clairvoyance, uh, the Legacy Five, the Blessing Two, and you're gonna get a lot of questions Legacy in the 3. in the chat about the difference between the Monarch and the Clairvoyance, and which one you like better. The Monarch for sure. Um, the Claire yeah. Claire is good, but I think that shelf. And you have you've had the, you have the Monarch. Or did you send it off already? No, I have the Monarch still because yeah. the Clairvoyance just got sent out to me, and I got to go pick it up. <laughs> I think it's I think <laughs> oh, it nice. showed up. Yeah, um, and the P two as well. And yeah, like so with that, like I think the Monarch has better that base shelf factor. That is, I, I yeah. like it more. And the Claire is mm -hmm. fantastic. They both have similar tuning from my my short listening of ABM, and then having the Clairvoyance here now. But uh, I would say that the Monarch just is a little more fun, if that makes sense. It, well, and that speaks to you know the different use cases potentially that people might have, where we might say like I, I don't again I don't have the Clairvoyance yet, but I imagine that. If the clairvoyance is the more, let's say, correct tuning, while the monarch is the more fun tuning, mm -hmm. um, then maybe it means that the clairvoyance is the one that people would use if they're just sitting at home, while the monarch is the one, you know, if they're using oh. it more for. You know, Somebody's got the cops after them. That's me. Yeah, they heard that I was. They heard that I was, you know, talking crap about something. Aaron's finally calling back all his headphones, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
this guy, he came yes. into my shop and he takes all my headphones. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, um, Chrono recently had some fun with uh, the 2020 Andromeda, yeah. I believe, right? Oh yeah, I never got, I never yeah, got to hear about that. It was too short of an experience for me to comment. I refrained from <laughs> saying anything. <laughs> was it? Ah! <laughs> you didn't like it? No, no, no. I, 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 I didn't have enough time to mess around with all the tips. It was just like all I kind of heard my ears. So I gotta, I gotta, oh, give, okay. you know, I, got I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give it a good go if I'm gonna say anything. You know. You still have yeah, it though, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still need to sit down and try all the tips on it. But see. What works. see I think for people who are uninitiated uh, for, with IEMs in general, that is a pretty big obstacle. Like the, it's, you know, it's a bigger factor than even pad yeah. rolling. Yeah. I, it, it's, I, I, for me, it seems it's, it's more daunting than EQ for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just something like it's a so little easy. bit in, you just invasive. Pop it off and pop it back on. Uh, yeah, so but it's like you have to keep track problem. of all of them and which one goes with so, which. And like, uh, uh, as oh, much as there. I think, Complex tips are not good for sound quality. They were the first tips that I was able to. They they made it so that it made it possible for me to, um, mm, yeah, complex you know, use yeah, proper like you know nice IEMs because I had that same problem where I was like it it was just so uncomfortable initially and so weird feeling. Um, but then on the, the other hand, I can't even use complies. Yeah, like, really? Uh, yeah, I can't use them. It's, I mean, no, I, I would I never use like them at all. No, they yeah. don't. They they ruin the sound. Like it completely yeah. ruins the sound. Yeah. It was just like. On a physical level, though, I, I've had the yeah. opposite experience. Oh, really? Like, I don't, don't like the foams yeah. anymore. Man. I just don't like foam. Yeah. Right. It's like you're, you're con- I, I see the earwax build up. And I'm like, nah, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. They, they oh, deteriorate yeah, that, over time that's, as that's well. That's another yeah, factor for me on IEMs is the earwax factor. is like, oh, man, no, having to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least it's not at a modic level where you're just, you know. Oh, yeah. Those are, they'll clean out your ears for you, man. I saw an amazing. Meme recently on Reddit about that with the etymotic stuff. <laughs> I think it's like at the top right now, but um, yeah. Um, anything else we should talk about for for news? I guess we could probably dive into some of the some of the comments here and get some questions because I know uh, Chrono has to leave mm-hmm. in like twenty minutes. And real quick, Chrono, I'm gonna put you on the spot because you have a tube amp. That you haven't been playing with, from my understanding. Actually, actually, I listened to the HC hundred on it. Oh, yes, HC hundred S. Sorry, I'm I'm waiting patiently. <laughs> Wait, so what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> He's just telling us to listen to it. That's it. No, well, <laughs> I, I I wasn't doing critical listening, man. Just give give me give me some. I know, but your first impressions. Like, your first I can't, thought. I can't, it was very nice. <laughs> it's very nice. it was, it's like it was nicer like okay way nicer than than stock without eq mm-hmm. yeah well then then solid state without eq i should say but i didn't like go back and forth comparing between the eq and the uh and the tubes right tubes good but see you know i, I there was a there seems to be like some uh, this probably isn't prevailing wisdom in our like realm but like in the like non-audiophile world there seems to be some notion that you know you don't need a tube amp you need a, sol- a cheap solid state amp that, that that you know measures well and all you then need to do is eq if you want to add flavor and color to the sound you're missing, no, like, you're missing it, out that is lot. not like a tube <laughs> amp does 
and I, you know, I, I learned no, 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 this no, no, through I wasn't, experience. I wasn't, I wasn't bringing up the, the EQ comparison and two comparison as in like FR. No, I know, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. worth, Which it's worth mentioning that. that, I, yeah. that, are, that are, yeah, yeah. I should specify that just so yeah. everybody's clear that that's not what I was comparing or yeah. that's what I want. To it's more a, a presentation as a whole sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but that, but like that idea is something that I have seen um, a lot and like the idea of like, oh, you can, you can get, you know, tube coloration just with EQ. And there are some things that you can do, like changing, you know, the, the, the lower mid range to a certain degree to add that sort of like balloon character or whatever. But, but no, you don't get the, the same kind of experience that you do with Act, Even like a smaller, actually cheaper tube, tube you can get like it's yeah. crazy. I do worry about the the cheaper tube abs because like there's a lot of stuff out there that's just <laughs> not good. Yeah, <laughs> not good. <laughs> and by cheaper, I mean something like what what uh, I sent to to Chrono and and what have you, and even the Kn. Uh, what you have the boat. Um, well, that's like seven hundred bucks, I think. Bucks, yeah, and then the yeah. bottlehead cracks the OTL. You can do that, build it yourself. That's it's, four. Yeah, it's bucks. good. The yeah, the bottlehead crack is interesting. Um, because it's an OTL that you can build yourself. Um, but, and you can like kind of like use modular components it. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did want to say stuff on it. I, I did want to say one thing I was, I noticed with the, I think Chrono probably won't notice this as much with the HD 800S because that's a 300 ohm headphone, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. Chrono? Yeah. So you probably won't notice this as much, but when I was using the LX off of the Cayenne boat, even on the low output impedance setting, it boosted the bass like crazy. Like I was like, holy smokes. And that's only off of like 32 ohm output impedance. So certain headphones will have unique interactions off of tube amps specifically because they have different output impedances than like the super low, you know, less than one ohm output impedance solid state stuff, uh, which won't change the frequency response whatsoever. And um, it's just, I think that stuff's really interesting. What do you got there? Uh, someone is asking about DAPS, the SP2000. And so, yeah, there's the KN N6II, which has a modular amp. amp uh, oh, the KN, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and see. So Does the KN N8 pair better with the... With... He, he was asking if there, what's what's a comparable yeah. DAP to the A and K SP2000. Uh, mm-hmm. And the KN N8 is uh, probably, isn't it like a thousand bucks more um, than the KNK? But it is fantastic. I've heard both. And they're both really, really good with the, with the Focal gear. Um, but for a little bit cheaper and almost there, and you could have modularity by swapping out uh, amps modules. That this is really good, yeah. but it's big, it's chunky. I mean, that thing's yeah. I I would never put that in a pocket. That's, yeah, but here, here's the DX one hundred and sixty comparison. I love the DX one hundred and sixty because it does yeah. fit in the pocket. It does. Right? It is, yeah, I agree. Like the DX is. Just, I mean, it's it's such a nice form factor. Yeah. Um, and so as a sorry, I just have to uh, uh, point something out here. Somebody uh, says. Uh, Resolve, I know those are Allegias, but they look so close to the LX. This no, is the LX. <laughs> this is actually... The Allegia is pretty silly. Yeah, and, and you can see through like it. That, that, one, that one's not closed back. You can see, can see through So, um, yeah, um, drop drop some questions, guys. If you guys have questions, leave a qu- make sure it has a question mark so we actually read it, because uh, otherwise we probably <laughs> will miss it. Um, but there are some here, so yeah. Uh, which tube amp would you re- would you recommend for the 800s? This is for both of you guys. Uh, honestly, magically is that the, the o- any OTL is going to be magic, but any tube amp is great. But specifically for me, like every time I've went to sell my HD 800, I'd go and listen on the bottlehead crack, and then I'd instantly 
listen for a couple of days on just that combo. And then I put the yeah. HD100 back on the shelf and not sell it. So, um, but that being said, I, I really like the, the HD100 with the bottlehead crack, but it does sound fantastic on the tube amp that I sent to Chrono. And uh, it sounds really good on the KN uh, boat, the HA1A Mark II. Um, sounds really good on the TC, ECP T4. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, tubes. If it has tubes, the 800 is probably going to sound pretty good. Um, Those are the ones I like. The only experience I have with, well, I shouldn't say only because I have I've heard the HD 100s off of a number of tube amps, but like not for long periods of time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, like the um, like I tried it on the Oris Hot Two oh, SE and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which I, honestly, like I. It didn't change the sound enough for me to be like, yeah. whoa, you know, like it was more of like a, but um, I did want to mention the one that like, I, I don't know, maybe Tyler has a take on this as well, but the ZMF pendant mm. was a tube amp that did like yes. amazingly well mm-hmm. without doing really weird things yeah. to the frequency response. Yeah. And that alone showed just how significant the, the whole like tube character, character aspect yeah. of it, you know, is because it doesn't change the frequency response. Mm-hmm. Like, like hardly at all it's not significantly but it still added that tube flavor so i was like yeah that that would be my recommendation yeah so far that's still my favorite tube amp i know there's other yeah. ones out there that maybe are better for certain things and i think there's like know, the mogwai the... is a little bit step up yeah bit, the, the you're, you're also stuff, paying yeah. an extra chunk, yeah. but it's yeah, the same it's, it's, guys amps sound does make the pendant yeah. so yeah um, and uh there's also the the donald north stuff which is mm-hmm. good there's the um like it, this is at can gem where you know the zmf room had like all these crazy yeah, yeah tube apps set up glenn otl is uh, fantastic if you if, but glenn if otl you, yeah, you can find one. <laughs> that's um, like that's yeah that's something that it it's it's fascinating because like that was so popular and and is so popular for people who have zmfs or high impedance dynamics and it's like it should be i wish it were more easily you know available <laughs> And there's the and then there's the uh, Felix Audio stuff as well, yeah. right? Everybody's into that these days, which I I I would love to try. I, I I reached out to them, but they haven't replied, so I'm sad about that. But maybe in the future. Um, Chrono, yeah, I I, I yeah. Uh, if you if you had to choose between a tube amp for the HD100s, maybe you already answered this. Tube amp for the HD100s and a solid state, which would you choose? Well, um, I don't think I have enough experience with tubes to like, as in like the different mm. pairings and stuff to say definitively, like which one I would choose. I think that just, uh, yeah, I don't, <laughs> this is out of my, uh, the, what I, what I, what I would feel comfortable at, uh, answering. But see, we're, we're kind of molding you from, you know, the, like, let's say, uh, I can't remember what amps you had before element was it? Elmo's yeah, fantastic. Like the, the, yeah, to like yeah. now the like high end with the tube amp. Like you got the fonders in there in the yeah, background. Yeah, which is which is super fun. Um, but let's see uh, if anybody has questions for Chrono because he has to head out in like yeah ten minutes. Um, I guess for me it comes back to I, it's. I just got sound lame, but it just comes back to convenience, right? Like if mm. in a realistic scenario where where I'm like. For me, I can be happy enough with a, with a certain level of sound quality, I guess, right? Yeah. For me, it would just be like, what can I fit on my desk and it's easy to use and I'm not going to worry about it breaking down or, or things like that. Something that's not sensitive. So and I think I would go back. I would, I would probably just end up going back to like the Element 2. 
or, or something like the the Jotunheim and the Bifrost, because that's a pretty compact, very good combo, right? Modius and Magnus. That like as that. well. That's, yeah. that's also really good. Honestly, the SMSL SU9, this thing is amazing. I've been using this like a lot lately. Well, it's not, it's unplugged because I just moved it, but this thing is tiny. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it, it's fantastic little back. Um, and it's it's Bluetooth as well, so that's that's the the Bluetooth streamer I'm using right now. So, um, but you mentioned convenience, and that's another thing with tube amps that um, I think isn't talked about enough, and it's the it's a major downside. And um, that if you have some sort of uh, inter like other electronic signals near it, you get pretty bad um, with with a lot of tube amps. You get pretty bad like let's I don't know tube hum or tube like. It sounds dirty. <laughs> um, like your music might sound fine, but there's like a noise floor um, often when you have like other stuff. And you can even like for a lot of like this Cayenne boat tube amp, if I hold my phone near it, it gets really bad. <laughs> so, you know, there's some inconvenience there as well that, um, yeah, um, is probably better or worse depending on the tube amp, but it, it, it can definitely be a bit of an issue if you have a tube amp like at your desk where your computer is and all the rest of your stuff is. I imagine it's not so bad if it's in a living room or something like that. Well, I think it depends on what your, your priority is, right? Because like, again, like for me, if I go back to my real case scenario, uh, I do a lot of gaming, right? I spend a lot of time gaming, working and stuff. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to feel like it, like this, uh, like my audio setup has to be, you know, worked around. Yeah, it would, I want it. I would want it to be complementary instead. So, if if I were doing, <laughs> it's like right in the like middle. Like of like, 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 like yeah, monitor. Like, even, even <laughs> monitor for me is just to the size of it. If you know, I I, I use it here as like a, like my reference sort of uh, benchmark amplifier, right? But yeah. if I were just if I were not doing the review thing, I'd probably just go with the simplest. I yeah. do the element as, two is fantastic yeah. for that. Actually, I was, I was, I was chatting with uh, Zach from mm -hmm. ZMF last weekend, and that was that Ooh. the elements. What he does, his final, his final QC check before shipping things out was on the element. Dude, that thing's fantastic, man. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm know. a big fan of JDS guys, man. Those guys, uh, I met a couple of them, and they're they're really cool guys too. So I, I was gonna say actually, if if convenience is is the biggest factor, the best setup is probably the IFI Pro Stack. <laughs> With the, uh, oh, the, with the with the pro I can pro I can it's, it's it really the small. Tube, it has the no it's, no I'm it's thinking got else. three yeah no you're right yeah, it's, yeah, got, right, it's yeah. got two a tube mode two plus and solid state yeah um it's got the bass boost Jack function of all master of it's none. got the the widening <laughs> function and like incremental lots of power. as well it's 14 watts of channel yeah. um and then the DAC portion as well is mm -hmm. the streamer you could have like a little stack there and it's it's tiny yeah um that would be i mean it's it's a high-end thing yeah. it's like two grand or something ridiculous but uh, still I, I was impressed at how many different mm -hmm. or how versatile it was right Cord Whereas, yeah i mean that that's like three times the price you know i think it's, it's that would be like a dream amplifier combo because it's just it's it's smaller than the monitor right it's supposed to sound amazing i was like oh well, that yeah. sound seems ideal but then then again, there's that price factor. I was like, well, you know, it's only like ten times above what I, you know, what I would be. Only. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing, though, too, is like uh, to to speak on that point, Chrono. Your thing is like, 
what's good enough, right? Like what in, in the, in the element two has that fantastic knob. You can, you can, you know, it has, it's, it sounds great. It has a great little DAC in it. One of my favorites, um, DAC chip, sorry. And, uh, it does everything you really need it to do for under five, under 500 bucks, as I recall. Right. So, I mean, Wicked. yeah. And if you want to balance, you could go with the, uh, Modius Magnus, uh, resolver. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think I would, I would try to get something that balanced just because, I know that it's supposed to just be more power, but I, I sincerely, I, I threw on the, I grabbed the CH800S cable from the HCA20 mm -hmm. and I put it on my HCA800S and I just thought it sounded better. So I would, I would want to go balance. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, it's kind of, that could be. No, I'm with you, man. Topic, I, I know. I, this was my experience with the IHA6 as well. I was like, wow, that, that makes a difference. Um, I, uh, let's see. Uh, I did have some questions for Kona from the chat here, so I want to yeah, yeah. want to go through those. Um, the first one is: Are there any other headphones that have the same or better soundstage and imaging than the HD eight hundred S? And Kona, uh, you just Aria. you just evaluated the Aria, so like, what's your, your yeah? I, to me, like the the HD eight hundred S sounds to me just a, like a the tiniest bit wider, but it has the Aria has this this depth quality to it. Yeah. It's it's strange. It's almost like the instruments. Like yes, they're separated. Separation. They're separated on the HD100s very well, but like it's almost like there's even a, like, like a better sense of distance on, on the on the on the aria. Yeah, so it's yeah. not quite as it doesn't sound to me quite as wide. But there's there's something with the instrument separation that just sounds well. Everything's a little bit more distinct. The 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 layers are more easily discernible. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, My nose. Okay, and, and another another question for Chrono. Chrono, are you going to make an EQ profile for the SHP 9500? Um, I don't know if you've heard that one. 9500? Uh, yeah. No, I have not heard that one, well, in a while. And I don't have one with me, so I wouldn't be able to uh, yeah. make an EQ profile for it. Maybe in the future if I get my hands on one again, but as of right now, no, sorry. Yeah. Um, I mean, 9600 is there. Uh, yeah, but I think that they, they changed some the, Yeah. There, so. Yeah, from what I saw, 9600 was a little closer to the X2 um, oh, more bass. Uh, but also the Harmonic Dine Helios is is basically, I would say, an upgrade. It's like the X2, but like upgraded. But that that will be a video that comes out later. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Chrono, favorite amp tube solid state that you have on hand with the HE100? That was one of the questions. Foner. The Foner? <laughs> yeah, it just sounds phenomenal, man. It's yeah, Foner is pretty fantastic. Everything I wanted to do for it. So it's just it's too big. It's just it's too big. big. It's big. Yeah. It's just there, I uh, have to take I have to take as you can see, like now my like there was actually you never see the videos because I always sit in like this spot, so you never see that corner. But that, that used to be full of stuff and I took everything away just to put the Foner down. So you know. Yeah, I'm with you. Like I, I actually, I'm thinking if I do I, eventually, if I sell the Fonder XE, I'm thinking of getting the Fonder E, even though it's the same like width and depth. It's just you know, it's like I think it's like a couple inches, like it's like half the the height of the right XE. But for for me, it's not so much the width; it's, it's the, the depth. depth. Like, yeah, the depth see, kills me, man. Like you can see where like my keyboard is. Like it, it surpasses where I would have my keyboard. So I just bought more tables. <laughs> my 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 desk is a is a mess, but I'll. I'll do this real quick and see if I can. Yeah. Um, are, yeah, are, are there consultant pairings for the HD hunters? Yeah, that's that's the phone that he's just mentioning, which I think. Actually, also, I, the, the first time I, I listened to the HD 100S, this was an hour prior to breaking the original one. Uh, I, I listened to it on the, on the Element 2 and I loved it. Because, yeah, I just, I just really like that and how it sounded on the Element 2, actually. 
the uh, yeah the element that I like the HD hundred. I had the element version one, and I loved it on the uh, on the HD uh, hundred. So I can't yeah. imagine the two being a little bit better. Yeah, um, Chrono, uh, know you have to bounce here. Uh, any any final uh, things to to say uh, from, based on your recent week experience? Um. Uh, no, but I, I'll, I'll, for next time, I'll try to get in a little more okay. tube and IEM experience just so I can uh, <laughs> say something that's not, oh, guys, sorry, I can't speak. You know, it's like, oh, it's not enough information, you know, stuff like that. So Actually, Cr Chrono recently got a new camera. So, you know, to, to use the, uh, so we're, we're all having some fun with that. And then now see me in crispy yeah. HD. <laughs> 4K, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey man, the the iPhone was also 4K. It's just it just didn't look as nice. Um, anyways, yeah. Um, uh, let's let's get into some more uh, questions from the chat here. Somebody asked about um, is this is this Chrono signing off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. School. Oh, thank you guys. This is Chrono signing off. Until next time. See you all next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, one last announcement. I think I'll, I'll, I'll probably be doing a comparison video between the Aria and the, and the HC100S. I saw there were some questions about that. So if anybody's yeah. interested in checking that out, that's probably going to come out this weekend. Yeah, I, I left the the HC100S out of my comparison with the Aria and the rest of them because I'm a terrible reviewer and Chrono is is much better. So he's going to include that. So <laughs> Thank you, guys. Sorry that I got a... No, all good, man. Park, we'll have a nice around. rest of your evening, night, yeah. morning. We'll see you in the next one. Um, I do have some questions for for uh, precog. Um, yeah. I've been thinking about this for for a while. Uh, um, it has to do with the use of multi balanced armature configurations in IEMs, and mm -hmm. you know whether it's tribrids, strictly BAs, and, or or hybrids. And to me, I'm getting to a point now where I I feel like the biggest limitation for IEMs is the balanced armature driver in general. Like, yeah, there are some that are better than others. Like the, like the, the TIA drivers or the TIA BAs are pretty good. Yeah. Like that. But I do feel that like when you come, especially when comparing them to like, like multi BA stuff to, you know, single dynamic driver stuff, or, you know, it, honestly, even some of the planar stuff that's come out recently, as much as they still need to figure out the tuning with the planar stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I, do you think it's inevitable that manufacturers are going to move away from BAs because BAs are have some of these limitations? Like, well, I don't know if you guys saw. I I, I posted a, a distortion plot, and it's it shows the same distortion behavior for just about anything with, literally everything with um, balanced armature drivers, and it's it's that third harmonic distortion is really quite high on balanced armature drivers in general, and Plus, they lack the base dynamics. Well, I, I don't actually know 100% if this is what's responsible for what people call like balanced armature timbre. The timbre, right? Yeah. But that's what I'm I, thinking. I think if, like, that's the closest thing that I've been able to find because it does sound a little bit like, especially if it's really bad, it does sound like it is a little bit like distortion y. Um, like the same way that you get if you just crank up, you know, like with EQ or something like that and you get a third harmonic distortion. And I mean, do you think, especially with now companies coming out with like the solid beryllium, you know, uh, dynamic driver stuff, or because you've you've heard the A eight thousand 
and yeah <laughs> and the and you know the dunu luna and then now also some of the planar stuff from tin hi-fi and and whatnot do you I think mean, it's inevitable yeah that they go in that direction rather than the bas as it stands i mean it's hard to say because a lot of that new technology it just hasn't really taken off if you look at the electorates like they can't even half the time they're still not implementing it correctly and a lot yeah. of ims like it just totally rolls off which is the exact opposite of what it's supposed to do that's the sun stuff yeah yeah the east dot yeah, the yeah. quote-unquote east dot that they call yeah. it um and the, the balance armatures are already so so ingrained in the industry i think it's just so prevalent um yeah. i think I don't know. I feel like the, the, the way to go right now is sort of a hybrid of the two. Um, hybrid or tribrid or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of the, the focus has gone lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, eventually, maybe if they could refine the um, the beryllium driver stuff, that uh, the, the technical performance on that stuff is, is pretty outstanding. It's yeah. just the it was kind how of you, like tune it? shackled by its tuning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that was one of the, the limitations they ran into, right? They didn't, they didn't want to tune it that way in, in particular, but um, yeah, it, it was just a consequence of working with that type of driver material more than anything. And that's what Tom uh, was saying from, from Dunu as well, where the, where the, the engineer was uh, talking, you know, he's saying that you kind of have to like pay attention to, to what the what the material can do <laughs> right yeah i think you were saying there's something like um they have to balance it too if they change up the tuning too much they're going to lose some of that technical performance yeah. Yeah, that's sort of the same principle behind the i think the monarch and the clairvoyance right mm-hmm. because they're, they're using the exact same driver types but one of them is at least from what i've heard is more technical than the other mm-hmm. that being the monarch yeah um i have a, I have a theory about that but we'll, we'll... yeah We'll find out when the clairvoyance shows up. So. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Mona wins. <laughs> I'm probably going to agree with with that because I love the I love the well defined base shelf on that stuff. Like that's that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Claire is fantastic sounding too. It's just, uh, it just it it's kind of like that thing of like uh, if you have cake with with a the frosting in the middle or just a straight cake. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> If it's a layered cake or just a straight, like, you know, like, so like the, the Why would you would have be a plain a, cake a, when you can layered... have one with frosting? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's like, that's how I kind of feel like, I mean, not like they're both good, like, but just one has a nice little layer in there of extra frosting. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> what? Or, or is, the, cream, is the just regular cake the more correct cake? <laughs> is it the purest you cake? It's more pure. <laughs> Oh, or, or pre-kai, actually, good one, is, is, like, so for me, the U12T is, would be, like, the, the, the cake, the pure cake, and then mm-hmm. the Neo yeah. is, is the layered cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Results, like, god damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, I'm gonna go to more questions from that. Uh, is, here's the, here's right, is, Planar headphone just better than anything else at the same price? No, 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 no. Uh. It, like, just because it's planar, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's better. But some planars can be better. Yes. Right? That's mm-hmm. this is one of those like what what is it? It's like preference Venn diagrams thing. Where, yeah. You know, not all do- all German shepherds are dogs, but not all dogs are German shepherds. It's like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> like um, for instance the i agree with uh, resolve's opinion of of uh not that i heard the new one but the sundara at its current price is fantastic 
and it beats most of the dynamics in that range, right? Yeah. Generally, preference aside. Yeah. Then you go up to the LX, and the LX is better, at least mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um, but that's like twice the price, yeah. literally twice the price. Um, but but uh, uh, yeah, I, I think, and this just goes back to a conversation that we had on this channel with uh, Oratory 1990 on the subject. And I asked him what, you know, is there something, you know, better about planars that, you know, say if you had the same frequency response or whatever, you'd be able to do more with the planar. He said, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like maybe it's, maybe it's more sexy or more cool or whatever, but you know, because it's a more, let's say elegant kind of design principle rather than a moving coil. But at the same time, like if you, if you can produce sound waves with it, it, it you can in theory, you know, do whatever with it. <laughs> so, um, and he's like, of course, hardcore, you know, objectivist on this subject for me, like there is, I do think that in the current iterations that we have at that like ultra high end, mm -hmm. yeah, planars probably can do more. And like, if you're EQing stuff, planars can handle that better than uh, dynamic drivers. But there are other advantages to dynamic driver stuff, like well, punch and slam, right? You get that better from, from dynamics as well. So I don't think it's like a clear cut, like, you know, tiered thing where it's like dynamic drivers here, planers are here and E stats are here. Cause I think some people think about it like that, but I don't, I don't see it like that at all. It's also like, you have to take into account preferences and like what you're, you're what you like too. Right. Well, so. And also like, it, it's not so much about like specifically being planar or specifically being dynamic driver. It's about the current iterations of, you know, that we're talking mm -hmm. about. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, an, an M1060, I, I don't think is a particularly good headphone. Have one. You know, I think. Oh, sorry, Tyler, I missed that. What? I actually have. Uh, I have a modded M1060C that I, I just have because I never. Yeah. Got rid of it. I. To yeah. me, there was that. There's something really wrong sounding about that headphone. Um, maybe it was like phase or something. I don't know. But I think yeah. there's a lot of dynamic driver headphones that would take over that. Even mm -hmm. so, even though it's a planar, you know, like I'd take a mm -hmm. 650 over that, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Or 600, right? Even the this the HD 560s probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got um, a really cool slam, like that bass factor, but it's muddy-ish. So, yeah, I haven't listened to it in uh, like months, so I can't really actually. I think on it, but. that was actually the example of a headphone that um, wasn't actually minimum phase like headphones are supposed to be. <laughs> so it did have CS, like the CSD plots on it actually meant something. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Andrew, did you, didn't you try the HE1000 V2? What did you think? No, I, I reviewed the HE1000 SE, which was remarkably good for detail, but given how, you know, efficient it was, but, um, uh, it needed EQ. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bright. Uh, V2. I, I think the best one of those HE1000 series for tuning is probably still the HE1000 V1. That'd be my pick. But um, I'd have to have them all kind of side by side. For detail, yeah, the HE1000 SE is like nuts. Um, uh, you see any other? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, uh, this is a really interesting one from Ace of Spades. Um, uh, excited to see where ribbons, horns, and the headphone, oh, headphone technology go from here. Um, I, I agree about that. Like, there's a part of me that's like, how the heck are you going to do a like a horn technology into a speaker? Like, that just seems scary to me for some reason. <laughs> on, on the subject of of like the headphone with the folds and stuff like that, mm -hmm. there's that new company, Gold Planar. Oh yeah. That that did do. 
a new so there so head is no longer the only company that's done let's say full range amt uh i think they were the first that did full range amt but they're not the first that did that did amt um but um in a headphone but they are they think the first that did full range amt um I was not I was not encouraged by the measurements that I saw of the of the gold planar uh, measured yeah, like a, really bad. Yeah. Uh, there is a circum oral I know under the radar kind of deal the circum oral uh, SR1A is is being worked on I'm not sure when the release Wait, for like that a, will be like actually coupled to the head mm -hmm. Ooh that's, so that's exciting I know that that's a thing that's kind of like the uh, known unknown secret i guess like do we just sense. break some sort of uh nda <laughs> I, I don't think i have it it's just rumors but i think it's oh, you know, okay it's just like, rumor. you know, yeah right. but it's i know that it's a thing that they've they've mentioned before in something i've seen yeah and so i know they're, they're they're working on it so it's not like a definitive thing is coming it's just that they're rd yeah. it and seeing if it will work but that could yeah be we have we have insight into some things but but really not like a lot of it is just just rumors <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> like somebody asked earlier if we had insight into the new any of the new focal stuff that's coming out you know like in 2021 or something and and like well, yeah i heard the radiance that's yeah. about it and, i haven't yeah. heard and I don't from know. there you can speculate yeah. that yeah speculate so, yeah. yeah and then the fact that we had the show they said that they have stuff coming but they didn't tell us yeah what. <laughs> so there's there, there's and you know there's rumors of new zmf stuff and stuff mm -hmm. like that but like yeah I, there's until I don't it know. shows up yeah <laughs> exactly um are Focal headphones good for detail? I also heard that they have a bit of metallic sound to them. I, I've I, only heard the metallic thing like once or twice, and it really I've, came I've down never, to like... This is like, it's using metal drivers, and so there's a psychoacoustic effect where people yeah. think that because it uses metal drivers, it sounds I don't, metallic. I, don't get, I never got it with the Elysian. I got it with the clear of all the ones that I... Oh, yeah, and it was really it was only on a specific track. Yeah, but the clear also has a little of 10k hertz resonance mm. there, and which could have been a sharpness resonance. factor. Yeah, which yeah. <laughs> so when you drop that, it even just with a narrow cue mm -hmm. and like just a little bit, it it completely goes away. Chrono found that actually. He found he found how you can EQ the metallic timbre out. <laughs> but I was looking for it, and I couldn't find it. And I thought it was somewhere in the mids, but it's actually around 10k. Um, and uh, yeah, I think a lot of that is a psychoacoustic thing. The, the other aspect of it too, though, is that they're probably, it's not so much uh, like you're hearing any kind of like ringing or anything like that mm -hmm. as a result of the metal drivers because beryllium is self-damping. So it has zero resonances whatsoever. Um, but there may be limitations on the material itself for the frequency response related stuff. So we see this in like the final audio A8000, mm -hmm. which Precog has also had a chance to evaluate. And it's the same problem yeah. where it might sound a little bit like uh, weird for timbre. Um, yeah, that's definitely. not, that's not material ringing necessarily. That's, that's a little, that's a frequency response issue mm -hmm. um, going on there. At least that's, that's been my experience. I don't know, but what's your take on that? Um, Precog? But yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think it's the same thing with the, I think it's the same thing with the Luna as well, actually. Or actually yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the Luna, they went with the like kind of opposite idea where they subdued the treble, right? It was like... Yeah, yeah. Like it's the opposite, actually. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, still, I, I'm, I'm really curious to see... Like, I know there's another company out there called Periodic, I think. Oh, Periodic. And, yeah, I have those yeah. on the way, I think. Oh, do you? Okay. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on that because from what I understand, their design philosophy is to just let the material do its thing. 
so they okay. don't worry about tuning and i'm and in my head i'm like whoa okay, i don't know interesting. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah oof, uh, but but maybe right like maybe it's uh maybe maybe pun intended yeah. um let's see i owned he 1000 se and v2 for one month each i liked much more the v2 more analytic and energetic wide the v the v1 would be too soft and warm for me wait but the se is not the v1 so i'm confused by that uh yeah, like the SE is more technically impressive, but the tuning on the V2 is probably better. <laughs> uh, thoughts? I saw another question here about the Ananda. Um, did, I was just about to add, ask that. I think they're asking about um, Ananda versus well, H800. Well, that, but then, so what would what would an equivalent of Ananda be with a dynamic driver headphone? This. Yeah, Elex. Yeah, that's this is it. Seven, yeah. same price. Same price. Yeah. Right. Elex it's they're different, right? The Ananda is more spacious and more, you know, but has that crispness to the separation. Yeah, yeah, more like instrument separation. Um, but this and this has better dynamics because mm -hmm. they for punch and slam. The Ananda is not good for that. But and then yeah. between HD eight hundred S and the the Ananda, it really comes down to what you you personally like, McSinneass, because um, he can't listen to him, but he would like to know what would be a better choice. And without knowing what your preference is, it's hard for me to say. HD800S is wider stage. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't see those two as being all that comparable because I, I think, yeah, it's more HD100S and Aria, I think. Yeah. Because they're I, the same price, mm -hmm. right? And, Unless yeah. you're talking like used, right? Which yeah, maybe... used. he's talking used. He's talking used. Oh, so okay, okay, the okay. same price. You can get either. And I would honestly, personally, oh. the HD800, I would say, is I would, a better deal. I would take HD100S. <laughs> yeah. If you can get the HD100S at the price of an Ananda, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's a good... <laughs> that's crazy. Um, yeah. I, like, for me, I would take the Aria over the HD100S. I mean, that, every, that's no secret. But that's only because I like I like the, the base, um, planar base. Uh, let's see... Uh, thoughts between oh no yeah that was what we just answered right um try and do a few more questions here guys um oh this is one for tyler I, I, maybe you answered this already what about the pricing of the Khan alpha so that the uh, a and k dap mm -hmm. um middle tier king sounds good with full-size headphones ak pricing system has changed do you know anything about that no. Uh, so for me, like I, I like the A&K stuff. I just don't like the sideload app stuff. So for me, like as much oh, as... Oh, because you like, have to do, yeah, yeah the it's, APK it's kind of stuff. The, yeah, 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 you have to go to the special story at the sideload. It's it's not... And it, but the once you get all that stuff set up, it's great. And it's one of the, one of the better dApps out there. They're definitely priced for that. Um, but personally, I think that um, outside of those things, like I would actually honestly go with something more... Uh, I'm a big fan of the can. I really, but that's a chonky thing, um, the can stuff. Uh, but even the Ibasso stuff's really great. I mean, it, it's a little bit the the UI can be a little bit wonky, but it's um, I don't know if I even have enough power on this thing. Um, so like, it's actually kind of low, but so the U or here's the Ibasso dap, and so like, it's it's you know it's it's got some pretty fun. Actually, I'm like, how do I do it? There you go. Honestly, man, I don't understand daps. Like, yeah. there you go. So I have like Cobuzz and Spotify on it, and like you can, and it's just Android, and so it works pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Um, it, but yeah, at the end of the day, like, go. I, I don't, I don't see myself using any of the chunkier DApps because, because to me, it's like there are definitely people who are going to buy those because they're going to go somewhere to a coffee mm -hmm. shop for like four hours, 
mm-hmm. and they're going to have their DAP and they're going to have their high-end IEMs or their high-end you know, headphones mm-hmm. that require it. And then, you know, that's, that's their use case for this stuff. Um, I, I'm not that person to me. I, when I'm, I, I would use it like maybe walking around somewhere, you know, going for a hike and, and iBasso stuff's fantastic for that. Then the DX160 is what I would take. You know, I would, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't go with anything really all that yeah. much bigger than that because then you're carrying around so many devices. Um, yeah. Even the Hibby R2. <laughs> More commonly, is this? Yeah. Or as I say, actually, there's a Lutu. There's a Lutu DAP that's fantastic. I just got to hear it the other day. Um, it's the $160 one or $180 one. Precog, you, you know what I'm talking about? It's a little, and it, you can actually has a little dongle to go to like an iPhone or to like an iPad. It has, oh, okay. it comes, and it, but it's it a little longer, takes, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit longer. So it's like, like I don't think I have anything. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's probably about as, I mean, this is chunky, but it's probably about as, as long yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as this thing is right here. Yeah. And so and it's a little bit, it's a bit, imagine like a, a squared up. And then huh. it, it, it's, I, dude, I was impressed and it controls your volume of your phone um from the yeah. the, the little dongle so actually a little volume control has a little uh L- led screen um i can't remember what it's called yeah, i like that stuff where you can control it from your phone because mm-hmm. then that's where you you have you're using your phone anyways you're not yeah. you're, you're gonna take your phone with you regardless mm-hmm. so if you have something that like you can just like clip on you know and it's it yeah, no, it was so much easier. <laughs> it was great. It, had, it sounded really good. It has a four point four Pentacon and three point five. Oh wow! Um, and so yeah, it's really good. And it and it sounded really good. Um, it had enough power to drive most of the items I was listening with. It. It was all. I, like I tried all the Thea audio stuff that I had with me. Um, I was impressed. Yeah, and stuff like that. Like you just said. Like so, when it comes to that, like something like that is fantastic. Yeah, you lose out on the little DAP factor, but. Uh, Got your phone, day, man. But yeah, phone. yeah, it's faster, way faster. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. stream right from yeah. So yeah, go that route. Um, I have some more. We're getting some good questions here. Uh, Resolve, Tyler, what do you think about the base on the Stelia? I demoed them, and it was too much for my ears. Um, look at me, kind of. Uh, yeah, so the, the I, base, yeah, the base is, is definitely more. So between the VC and this, I notice it greatly. Like these are warmer than the VC, the Stelia. They have way more of a, um, like upper base bump mm-hmm. on the Stelia that becomes much more noticeable on, um, like a wider range of, of music. Mm-hmm. They're not as like, cause, whereas the VC is just a more like it's elevated in the in the lower mids and then the bass as well, but it's it's just more linear there. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have the upper bass bump, so that's probably the the difference the there. But I so, yeah. I can't say because I haven't heard the the well I've heard your your VC, <laughs> but I haven't reviewed it. It, it, it is it's it's kind of they're weird. Like so these definitely are warmer, and when I go back and forth between the two, uh, my VC's over there. But like uh, um, the VC has a more it's just it's it's more it's wider staging, so that helps too. And it's not as it's just not as is warm it's not yeah. as in your face with the warmth i guess if that makes sense right it's interesting because to me like i used to always associate the term warmth with like a more of like a lower mid-range body and that's not the, yeah. as much about the base yeah yeah, yeah. that's mm. sorry that's i'm also, I'm also that. like to me the base on these is good but the base on the vc is more yeah but the warmth because like because is, is like there's also like the term dark, which is has more to do with the the treble than it does the bass, right? Like yeah. treble being recessed, mm-hmm. be, yeah. be dark or upper mids, like presence region being dark. So, so I don't think dark and warmth are synonymous. Not the same. Right? <laughs> not the, yeah, I think I think dark is yeah like that. The lower treble, the warmth is the mid yeah. range, and then bass is bass. <laughs> bass is bass. Bass is bass, and bass is bass. Yeah. 
and and this goes back to the you know you're talking about the monarch earlier and like the monarch i wouldn't call that warm it, it's it's no. just got a really nice base shell yeah. and that's the vc <laughs> that's the vc to me like the vc has that like okay wait the vc has the base shelf not, not base shelf, but it has that nice base. Like it has. It oh, just, so better, the, more well extended base. Yeah, or like, like more even than, base. Than okay. These, but these have more warmth across the the whole mid range to me. If that makes mm, sense. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I I'd have to compare. I don't. <laughs> I'll defer to you on that one. Um, what what amp deck combo do you guys enjoy with the focal with the focals? Um. Right now, okay, so like this is the thing. You don't actually need that much of a DAC, DAC or like a DAC, yes, but the amp, you don't need hardly any amping because these things are very efficient. Uh, even the, like the Utopia is the hardest one to drive and it's only what, like 80 ohms or something? 80 ohms, yeah. Um, I think what's what's a lot of fun to do with uh, the Focal headphones because they have an impedance bump around 50 hertz. If you use higher output impedance sources, you actually get more bass. Um, so as I was saying earlier with the, with the boat, Cayenne boat tube amp. It's called the HA1 something Mark II. I can't remember. HA1A Mark II. Ah, somebody can correct me. Um, but when you, that has like selectable output impedances. And when you mess with that, even honestly, even on the lowest one, it's like 32 ohm output impedance. The base boost on this is crazy. <laughs> so you can have a lot of fun with different pairings for Focal headphones that will change the frequency response in the bass depending on the output impedance. So if anybody's like, oh yeah, the Focal headphones are bass light. No, no, no. Just run it off of a source with higher output impedance yeah. and uh, you will have lots of bass. <laughs> um, uh, no need to current, EQ these. Yeah, no, and my current favorite right now is my, of course, my ECP T4. So that's my current favorite. And yeah. that has I think the, made for... The biggest uh, consideration with the Focal headphones for source pairing I mean, obviously you could get the arch, which was made specifically for them, but yeah. the biggest the biggest consideration, in my opinion, is you don't want something that is just meant for like really inefficient planars. Like this straight up will not work well at all out of the Kyan IHA6 because it'll have really bad noise floor. You know, mm -hmm. if I'm using the, the proper low output impedance output on the Kyan IHA6, because the IHA6 is just, it's a high current amplifier meant for planars. And so there's, and there's been a number of like the T, uh, sorry, the, uh, the, the sound aware P P one was like that as well, where it just had way too much power that it was just pointless. Like I would, there's no reason to use that for something like this. Like, honestly, if you just want like a good sounding amp for a focal, uh, Magni heresy focal, or, uh, uh Topping L30, like these will mm -hmm. all do just fine. I don't see yeah, any reason uh, to. The shit hell, yeah. I have that and that works great. Yeah. The element, like, anything that you can get a phonator and it'll, you know, yeah, that'll be better, but like it doesn't scale like a 650 does mm -hmm. on a phonator. You know, like these, these don't, the, the scalability of the, of the Focal stuff, I, I think it probably scales actually more with, with DAX. Like <laughs> you notice the DAX, uh, like the effects mm -hmm. of the DAC a little more because they are so detailed already. Yeah. Um, but that's just my experience so far. Um, did you guys watch the Passion for Sound interviews with Jason Stoddard, Rob Watts? What do you guys think about doing more interviews like that? I think I didn't see it, but I, I need to now. Uh, thanks for pointing that out. Um, it's I love that kind of stuff because I love talking to like manufacturers and and because both of those guys. I mean, that's so if anybody's unaware, Rob Watts, that's um, Cord Electronics and and um, Jason Stoddard is shit audio. And I love talking to those guys because then you get a lens into 
you know, the other side of this, like we're all, we're always on the like evaluation side and the, you know, the, the, the hobbyist side, the audiophile side of things. And it's cool to get some insight from the people who are actually making this stuff. So I'd love to talk to those guys as well. Uh, and Tyler has an upcoming stream this Sunday with um, Zach and Bevan from ZMF. So everybody should check that out. <laughs> um, Sorry, I was responding see. to one of the guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, the, yeah, so I, the, they were going to do pre a... pre-cug in the chat as well. <laughs> yeah, so the, uh, um, the stream for Sunday is just going to be, they wanted to do a quick uh, tour of their new headquarters. So that'd be kind of a fun, oh. interesting thing. So um, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, So everybody, yeah. Check that out. I think you you've already got it scheduled, right? Yeah, it's going to be the twenty fifth, uh, so Sunday at five p.m. Pacific Standard Time, seven yeah. p.m. Central, and eight Eastern. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll watch it. <laughs> You'll find me there. Um, you must. You might boost bass a bit if you EQ, but I'm no expert. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, bass boost with EQ is something that like. Again, it does so much better with planars because they can handle it better. So, but I mean, these ones are fine, but I'm just saying like, you know, you, you'll you have an easier time with uh, with planars. And apparently e-stats, like they EQ, they take EQ like crazy as well. Yeah. Um, but I don't have uh, enough experience with that. Um, uh, Two-band two comparisons are tough because they're hard to get a hold of. <laughs> Sorry, someone asked. It, it really is. And I wish I could get a hold of more because like there are so many that I want to be able to try and evaluate with the Verite. Like that's yeah. like the Verite on two bamps. That's like a thing, you know? Mm -hmm. It's very nice. <laughs> um, and to being able to kind of like, you know, try different ones would be awesome. And so far the pendant is still my favorite. Yeah, so. pendant is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Um, let's the see. Mogwai. In fact, the Mjolnir, Mjolnir, I'm gonna butcher this. Mjolnir, 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 Mjolnir too. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's getting a lot of love too. That's a lot of power, lots of pretty decent tubes yeah. sounding out of that. Are there any portable DAC amps with streaming capabilities that don't suck? I I don't know what you mean by don't suck. Like Bluetooth? Uh, like, SU9 so like works fine. The the the, yeah. the topping D90 worked fine for streaming for uh, with Bluetooth. That I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm... there's a couple out there. <laughs> uh, stream. Yeah, there's. I mean, a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of the topping stuff and SMSL stuff works pretty yeah, good. Yeah, they're all just throwing antennas in there. It's it's great. Matrix, the, is it the Matrix? Does that have? Oh, that, it does as well. But mm -hmm. the Matrix X Saber Pro is just like, like that is a two thousand, like a really oh, yeah, expensive DAC. And like, <laughs> I'm just trying to think streamers. <laughs> I wasn't thinking price. I was thinking streamers. Like, uh. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. The, there is the elements and stuff like that. But that's mm -hmm. like a that's mm -hmm. a that's a uh, different thing. This is the X Saber Pro that I have behind me, which is. The, it is the best deck I've ever heard <laughs> so far. It's oh, it's my favorite. Someone um, asked, actually mentioned that too. Someone was asking earlier, and I, I meant to mention it, but they were talking about the difference between a Sabre and an AKM DAP, and they're saying how the Sabre would be potentially has more detail. And I'm wondering yeah. if you're, they're confusing the detail with, because the Sabres tend to be a little more on the bright side. And So there is actually, um, you're going to hate this because um, ASR actually <laughs> found this out, but... Um, because people like, this is the thing, like people report that commonly mm -hmm. um, with, you know, Sabre uh, DAX, ESS-based DAX being more bright and analytical. I think they are, but there's a, there's that, but then there's also the additional worry about Sabre glare. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of comments about you know, certain Sabre DAX sounding like cheese graters and whatnot. That's, I'm ripping that directly from, you know, what people have said in Discord. <laughs> yeah. But, um, 
not our we don't have a discord but like uh other different, random different discords yeah communities i've seen people talk about this kind of stuff and that i'm pretty sure is uh, intermodulation distortion and you can see the the imd the intermodulation distortion bump on some of these that people have commonly reported as having this kind of glare quality to them and the nice thing about modern ESS based stacks is that they they've gotten a lot better at handling this. Mm -hmm. And um, so like, for example, the matrix X Sabre pro doesn't have any at all. It's, and it's still a Sabre DAC. So you get all the analytic benefits of that without the, without the glare. And then same thing with the SU nine, which is a much less expensive DAC. Um, it's there like just a tiny little bit, but, but, is so much better than it used to be. In so, still in, it's still in, it's A and K Con Cube. I actually had the, had that. For wait, do those that use the, uh, Cirrus? I thought is it Cirrus. Maybe it's Cirrus. I thought A and K used Cirrus Logic stuff for the. Con. I could be maybe, totally maybe, wrong. Maybe, maybe that. you're right. I think you're right. Maybe right. But uh, but yeah. Um, I thought that Cirrus was for this the SR25. I'll look. At, let me look. Let me. Confirm. Oh yeah, yeah. It could be right. Yeah. Um. But that's why, like, I generally say that, like, the if you're if you're for the lower end stuff, at least up until recently, I would always recommend you know the AKM based stuff for the lower end stuff or the Burr Brown stuff because it didn't have that that intermodulation distortion issue that some of the ESS based stuff did. But now the ESS stuff is getting so much better that it's 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 remarkable. The the Concube um, does have dual ESS Saber the ninety thirty eight okay. pros, and so and I I had and I actually and I'm not a big I don't like Saber decks like just as a preference thing, not because they're bad yeah. per se, but that one I like. They're, they're probably more, let's say, quote unquote, transparent. Um, mm -hmm. If you get something that doesn't have intermodulation distortion, but it's a worry. Like it's a it's a legitimate um, concern. I think. Uh, let's see. ESS has provided extensive documentation for manufacturers on how to overcome that ESS hump. Yeah, and they're finally using it. I think. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. like the X Saber Pro doesn't have any of those issues. Like, uh, well, Tyler, you should listen to the X Saber Pro because it is not like other Saber DACs. And I've I've heard it a few times. Uh, it like not just in this one, but I've heard a few other ones that are like this as well, where they don't have the intermodulation distortion. Yeah, it'd issue. be interesting. I I like anything with a big M on it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Uh, um, um, I don't know. I'll, I'll throw a precog and, and, you know, put him on the spot again. If he's even still here, he's have you experienced any of the, the like, uh, DAC glare issues with like using ESS based stuff or I guess you use the DX160 more, more no. commonly. Isn't that more Bluetooth? The What's ESS? I haven't been following. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> that's exactly, no. that's yeah. See, that's why I put you on the spot. It's, it's, it's the <laughs> Awesome. Professor uh, Resolve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I saw you. I saw you was in the chat. So uh, no, the uh, Sa Saber Dax. We're talking about Dax. Did, oh. Wait. Do we know what Dax are in the Ibasso stuff more commonly? Ibasso, I think, is AKM, isn't it? Somebody can. Let's find out. To the internet. Well, I don't even pay attention to this stuff. <laughs> most people. Most um, people don't because it good. really really doesn't make that much of a difference. is <laughs> a big fan of the uh, sounds good, treble good, yeah. mids good, bass good. Oh, oh no. <laughs> nah, I can't I can't find it right now. Uh, somebody knows what the uh, somebody right. will let us know what DAX they use. But um, the D the, the IBASO stuff sounds fine in my opinion. I got no issues with that. Yeah. Um, there was another question I saw that I was about EQ and it was going to trigger Tyler, I'm sure. 
I don't see it. Oh well. Um, are the Verite closed the single best closed back headphone on the market? Better than Stelia TH900 Mark II, Aeon closed to LCD XC, and the ATHAWKT. Wow. Um, somebody is going to, you know, in the comments afterwards, yell at you for not including the Sony Z1R in that list. <laughs> uh, the, the, um, the, the DX160 uses Cirrus. Cirrus, there we go. Dual, okay. dual Cirrus Perfect. Uh, chips. Quest, question answered. <laughs> uh, Tyler, you, you're the only one here who has extensive experience with the Verte Closed uh -huh. and Stelia. And um, wait, have you have you heard, heard the uh, TH900 Mark II? Yes, did not like. Did not like, okay. It's stabby Ooh. and bassy, like it's, it's, it's extreme it's a v. v. Yeah, yeah it's like extreme yeah. V. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. It, it, it personally didn't like like i, I mean i i can see why no you can say like you can it. say that it's bad I, it's, i'll allow it you can it, say <laughs> it, was little, it was the base uh, is, is exceptionally high, uh, v-shaped and the treble can be very piercing the, uh the purple that's the other one i have i have the fostex purple hearts it's purple basically hearts. take that and then multiply it to, or turn it to 11 <laughs> right it's like the next the yeah, next level exactly. of that okay um so you'd probably say the VC is the VC is bet. my preferred. I use my VC probably. Why are you focusing on my hands? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I use the VC probably ninety five percent of the time when I'm listening for fun, enjoyment, and all that stuff. Yeah, because like uh, so when I did that initial like way back um, when we first started this channel, mm -hmm. I did that comparison there with a number of different close backs that came in like totally different price points, and. Out of those ones, the the Stelia was definitely the favorite, but of yeah. course I didn't have the VC to include in that. And there were a few other ones as well. Like there's the there's the Denon D ninety two hundred. There's uh, but see, and of course the, the Fostex and the Z one R and all that stuff. Mm. But Z one R, I think we can categorically just like rule out as best close back. Like to me, what it, there are issues with that headphone. Yeah. That <laughs> I would put it above the Mark two for the TH nine hundred for sure yeah um but it's yeah it's definitely a unique one it's gorgeous like that's also one of the ones like that's a good looking headphone like it's the one that there's a wonderful photo floating around the internet of alan throwing it into the trash <laughs> yeah <there's... laughs> uh, i shouldn't i shouldn't put him on think, blast for he that he has a couple of like people sent him of like people putting like hc 100 in the yeah, toilet he collects and, those. Like, yeah yeah, he collects yeah. Them. yeah they're hilarious man <laughs> yeah um uh, and and actually, I haven't heard the ATH AWKT. That would I be interesting. That, that would be yeah. yeah. I still want to hear uh, some of those, like the five thousand and like the uh, and the closed. Yeah. Yeah, I think prob. I'm gonna say probably the Verite closed is the best closed back out there. Um, I mean the Stelly as well. I mean, I'm biased. I, I I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but the Stelly is is, is second. Really, it's like right good. there. It's like it it really comes to preference. And, and and honestly, like for technical performance, you're gonna hate this, but I actually think that Stelly is probably better. I think the XC is like right up there with the Stelly <laughs> for tech, just for technical performance, for like detail and like slam and all that stuff. I think the XC is like up there. Like as my, it, as my daughter would go. <laughs> hey, and, and pretty soon the R the R10, you know, maybe maybe oh, the five thousand dollar planar close back that shamelessly rips off. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, technically, okay, it's just yeah. the cup design they're ripping off at that point, right? Because it's all it's a plan art. Right, right. right. And, so. it's, and, and everybody does cup design like that yeah. for closed backs because that's how you make closed backs sound okay, which makes a certain <laughs> amount of sense, yeah. right? I mean, even, right. The Z, even the VC kind of has a similar, somewhat similar look to it. Yeah. Um, oh, somebody's asking uh, what headphones I'm wearing. I'm wearing the Focal Alex. Alex. Elex. Elex. Alex. Someone. Someone's gonna get triggered in the comments for that. Um, uh, oh, so this, okay. That's why I asked about the Verite Close versus Stelia. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and the thing is, like, the Aeon Two is it is a fantastic technical performer as well, with just like a little bit spicy trouble there for my taste. But, mm-hmm. uh, um, and I think it is probably DCA's best like headphone. But I don't think that it's on the level of some of these other ones, like for, for technical performance and for, because the, the biggest downside there is that is the lack of dinette, like the lack of punch and slam on those. And um, the, the soundstage also, I, ha- I had some issues with like the, the separation was fantastic on them, but the, it didn't have the kind of like layering and, and that sort of surgical precision imaging like the Stelia does, so. Um, I, I, I like it. I, I think the Aeon 2 is fantastic, but uh, for the closed back only, the open back is not so good. Um, yeah, I wasn't a fan of the no. open back at all. But uh, I don't think it. It's, I don't think it competes with like the yeah the Stellia or the VC. That's my only. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, uh, the most recent. Um, you can only choose two pairs of headphones. What do you choose to cover all sorts of music? This could be a fun. We'll start with Precog. Okay. Yeah. Precog, two head, two IEMs or headphones. You can only pick two. Mm-hmm. I already know what they are, but go ahead. <laughs> like just in general, my favorites. Yeah. No, no. Like just... if you could only have two from now oh. until forever. Well, okay. Let's say, uh... let's say, like IEM and two headphones. One IEM and two headphones. Ooh. I don't. I only have one headphone. No, no. But like, not not that you per- like. You could just pick. Like yeah, just just pick. Wh- what would you go with if you could not, have a, not of stuff you own, right? Yeah, like just have it. anything. Oh, out of anything. Um, yeah, Z1R, I guess. But I, I can't fit it. Is the thing the, the IEM, the IER Z1R. Yeah, the IER Z1R. I've heard yeah. the headphone is totally different, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, if I could fit it, yeah, that would definitely be my probably my end game. But uh, other than that, yeah, I don't know. For okay, so how about for you? We say you can have two IEMs. Two IEMs. What's your, <laughs> What's your two IEMs? Yeah, okay, then. <laughs> U12T and Z1R, then. Yeah. Like, oh, those are still the. Uh... Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I, I knew it was going to be the oh, U12T or the, today, though, the Neo, so I was going to say those were my No, the, Odin, the Odin's not coming in today because I haven't shipped it out because I. Yeah. Oh, wait. What got shipped then? Oh, wait. What? Some... I don't know. Well, no, I I, the labels. I, 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 we have the label. It's just oh, that it, okay, it hasn't okay. been Maybe dropped it's the off. Dap, yet. Dap that, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Then. I'm not sure what it is. Could be. Yeah. Because, uh, well, we, we got to get you the Odin because that, that'll be next week. Odin's great. It's the okay. utopia of IEMs. Um, I, yeah, basically. Yeah, and then, so, uh, Rizal, uh, two. For uh, for IEMs, I'm going to go Odin. I would have gone U12T because I love that. That, to me, is still the ideal tuning. Mm-hmm. But the Odin, I just think is, it's got the, the dynamic driver and the bass. Just a little more, more fun. Um for two headphones, one is Sesvara, and the other would probably be the VC. Mm-hmm. Uh, IEM for me, that's a tough one because I have heard the Odin. I really liked it, but I didn't hear it long enough to like give a 
get a proper thing on it. But for me, I, I I'm gonna be I'm gonna say unique melody messed. I'm I'm a fan. Um, and then for headphones, definitely VC. That's a that's an easy. That's my favorite headphone of all time. Um, second one though, that's tough for all things. Honestly, and this might be a little more controversial because I don't know if it's, but I would say the SR1A. I'd say SR1A because it's not necessarily a headphone, but SR1A and VC would be my top two um, cover all genres type of deal. Yeah, SR1A has some pretty crazy detail, mm-hmm. definitely. It just you're that's the first on thing, just things. like oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's also really weird. So <laughs> <laughs> it's also very weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I see. Uh, another question here about um, the VC and soundstage and the HD820. So for best soundstage, maybe the HD820 is better, but but that's a headphone I feel like people need to be warned about. Yeah. Like the HD820, the tuning is so bizarre on that thing. Like um, watch watch Chrono's review. Chrono's review. That, that would be my. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard, I've heard both. Impressive, but and it's, but. yeah, the stage it has the HD eight hundred stage, but it has wonkiness to get that stage. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> I would say the VC. The difference is the VC is it isn't as wide, but it has more three D factor. Like there's more of a bubble right. around you. Like there's a literal circle instead of that. Same was true for the walk. for the VO. You know, yeah, same less with about yeah. yeah. You're not like sitting at a concert several rows back, but it's like all around you kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, best let's take cables, a few more questions. Uh, best cables that you have ever used. For me personally, it's the Verite Silvers from ZMF. Precog it's cables. Yeah, let's go precog. Cables. <laughs> think about that. I mean, with IMs, like honestly, all the cables that I use on my IMs are the cheaper ones. They're like ten, fifteen dollar ones, even on my U twelve T. So the, the thing I've noticed with the the more expensive ones is that they're all very, very braided and heavy, and like yeah. they just don't hold up yeah. as well in practical use. At least for my uses, yeah. when I'm moving around quite a bit. Favorite <laughs> yeah. IEM cable? I know that it, like goes against the Actually, grain. The but... right. No, did, did, did you see the? Oh, Dunu makes really good cables though. I love yeah, the Dunu cool cable. That's really innovative. I mean, it's so simple, but it's like so, so useful um, as well. This that one, little connector swap. Ten dollar cable, and of course it's purple, so it's amazing but yeah this is like 10 bucks and it's fantastic so i think we it's, missed like everything else you were saying oh. <laughs> uh, the dunu the, the dunu has a cable has a really cool um adapter that you can like yeah. it, mm-hmm. that one's yeah. really really cool uh and it's decent but honestly this one this is the uh the ken boofy and android recommended this to me um they're like 10 to 15 bucks maybe 20 bucks on um uh you can they're aliexpress uh, um, but like yeah. they 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 just they they move really easy. They're probably the I most, love that. Oh, yeah, they just and they feel good. Mm-hmm. These are probably yeah. the best. Like so, I agree with precog. Yeah. For me, for IMs, it's probably the cable that comes with the Odin, except for that stupid connector. Like sure, <laughs> stupid uh, not the connector, but the, the splitter. The splitter, oh, yeah. Right. Um, but the but like the the feel of it is really nice. I'll, yeah, that's really nice. Dumb because the cable's like over a thousand dollars. Right, right. Um. And yeah, there's the there's the audiophile world loves talking about how amazing cables make things sound. But uh, the best cable that I ever saw or ever used was when I was at um, one of the meetups that we had, where um, I, I, uh, Vincent brought over his Imperion uh, for us to try, and I think he had a Norn cable with it, oh, that and it was, was fantastic. really nice. 
cable. Yeah, you were there for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. his his Norn cable was really nice. You, you um, know, uh, yeah. In the forum, there's a new guy, uh, Viking Cables. Have you seen those? No, it's in the forum I, I on the, in the cable. Yeah, check it out on the forum. It's under yeah. cables, I think. And so he he he's a uh, he actually makes them, and they 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 look they look really good. I've never played with one, but they look really good. Um, yeah. I see. It, it's it's such like a bizarre world, the cable world, because people will spend all kinds of money on that stuff, and like, it, it feels like there's it, it's like pushing a boulder up a hill, you know. Why, man? It's neck candy. It's, that's why I like yeah. the purple one, right? Like it's it's neck candy to me. Like, and then even this one, like it, uh, these are f- for the price. Periat, um, or if you get somebody that can build them for you, I know, um, like yeah, I know a couple people, and like the. I mean, at the end of the day, man. Or even heart audio cables are pretty cool, but they can be a little janky. I think the newer ones are a little bit better. Um, so, someone, sorry, we get a lot of questions about the the, the VC and the XC and, the XC and, and <laughs> what what you know all that stuff. I just want to let everybody know that you know Chrono has said something in the chat here that's fairly interesting for anybody who's uh, interested in that the VC review that's bound to happen on the channel soon, mm-hmm. sometime yeah. soon. Um, yeah see like if i were to buy a verite today it would probably be the clothes back because i like clothes back I, it's just more usable for me yeah, yeah. That's my thing too. um yeah but when i bought the verite there there was no vc mm-hmm. I, I got in on the, like the like pre-order for the verite because i'm a i'm a zmf fanboy <laughs> yeah i'm a i'm a, I'm a I, uh, I like zmf i'm i don't know if i'm a fanboy per se <laughs> I'm just I'm just a Zach fanboy. That's <laughs> yes. No, yeah. He's watching. I'm, I'm definitely a ZMF fanboy. I'll wear that on my yeah, sleeve. Yeah. Uh, I'm biased extremely on that stuff. Yeah, you should get the ZMF tattoo. <laughs> Everyone keeps telling me that. Uh, there's yeah. something weird about having another man's name tattooed on you, though. No, it's it's <laughs> well, just 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 get a, just get Zach's face tattooed <laughs> around my back. It'd be like the uh, yeah. What's his name from that weird show from the MTV? Uh, they did all the crazy stunts and stuff, and they, he got a tattoo of himself. The thumbs up on his back. Uh, yeah. Uh, VC over XC. Well, I would, I would definitely take VC over XC, not because of sound quality reasons, but the, but the XC is is seven hundred grams, and and the VC is not. That's the the VC is just like I, like I wear the XC regularly for like four hours at a time, and then I go to the Verite Open. And I and the Verite open is like the lightest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, surprisingly light for how much wood and metal are on these things. Doesn't doesn't VC have much more distortion than XC? Usually, at least, is this for dynamics versus planars? People need to stop thinking about like THD as a valuable metric yeah, in like ninety nine percent of high end headphones, like. <laughs> It's a it's a valuable thing to look at to to, to get a sense of like behavior, uh, you know what what it does, but it is not an indicator for detail or any of that kind of stuff. Steve-o. THD is not like it's so far below the audible threshold that like there's tests that you can there are THD tests that you can do where you'll be shocked at where you actually start to hear this stuff and how how much further below that. Any headphone yeah. is these, like any high-end headphone is these days. You'd never be it, able it, to hear it. It starts to become relevant when you're doing like um, EQ and you're boosting things and changing things. And then maybe, yeah, like 
like I even had a, a EQ profile originally for the Verite where I, I think it was pushing it too far at a certain range. And I've changed that now, but and, and even then, like you're still only really affecting second and third harmonic distortion, which aren't really that problematic. So yeah, um, maybe this XC has less distortion, less THD than, than the VC, but that's, it's not an audible thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the only thing that would be audible between, well, as far as like technical performance is concerned, all that stuff is like, yeah, you might get a more, let's say linear bass response with the planar. Cause they do like in more conditions, cause that's just what planars do really, really well. But um, yeah, I, I don't think this is with it, with the VC, you're probably going to get better punch and slam and you're going to get the dynamic driver, um, you know, the way that it handles bass and stuff like that. Um, th thc was much better than <laughs> thd judgment on the thd uh tlc man T tender love and care, tender love and care. <laughs> I love it. Uh, numbers don't matter if it doesn't sound like music i don't know what that means uh, not numbers matter just not when you're listening to music um I don't get the objectivists who hate tube amps just because they add distortion. Yeah, see, this is exactly the, the thing yeah. we're, we're saying. Like, and this was hilarious. Why, when like some uh, some of those forums were posting like reviews of With the bottlehead like, crack or like it was some tube amp, and it's like, yeah, what are you expecting here? <laughs> yeah, especially the bottlehead crack of all of them. Like, that's oh like man, I thought that was the funniest thing. Like, <laughs> this is. Yeah. They should have waited um, and posted that out on, on April 1st. That would have been a better, better time to release that review. Um, you, you guys at AA need to get more serious about tube amps. Just saying, we, we, we're trying. It's hard yeah. to get a hold of them. I, love, I have I one love right here. <laughs> I have yeah. one, two, three. I, I, I stole that one from Taryn. I have, uh, I have four. He's, he's now putting headphones at the office, like in hidden places and creating <laughs> <Fighting> sound. <laughs> 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 he texted me that the other day. He's like, I was like, all right, is it cool if I come over and pick up this thing? He says, no, I've put it, I've hidden it away and you have to have it do a scavenger hunt before you can, before you can steal it. He's just hiding <laughs> in the closet with them. Like that was, that was this, that was the HD 560S. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. DMSs. Yeah. Um, I don't hear 300 Hertz drop on HD at 20. Is this occlusion effect? 300. So there's reasons why you might not hear this. One is if you don't have the seal, uh, you might not notice the 300 hertz drop. If you do have the seal, you, sh you should probably notice it. But the other reason why you might not is because the ranges on either side of it are elevated appropriately. So, or well, it's significantly elevated in the base, like way too much actually on the other side of it. But, um, and so, you know, it, it, it's like when people see the, this is something I talk about in the measurements video, but like when people see a measurement of something, they, they automatically assume that all of this is audible. And in the actual, in the actual experience of it, it's not, not unless you go looking for it. And, you know, so in most cases, um, especially when it comes to, to dips in, in certain ranges, you're, it's not going to be as audible as it looks as negatively audible as it looks on the graph. Um, but yeah, I do think that the, the HD 20, uh, 300 dip is pretty audible i think that's but i mean they had to have a dip somewhere otherwise they couldn't have made that headphone so they figured probably 300 hertz was the best place to put it and i i'm inclined to agree 
you probably won't notice the 300 hertz dip as much as you would notice it if it, if it were like at 5k or, or or like you know 3k or something like that um question looking to buy an a and k con alpha for meze empyrean and focal radiance is it a good pairing oh man um <laughs> that's only i mean you you have to <laughs> <laughs> let me borrow your what, ears, what is man. a good pairing yeah, let me, uh, <laughs> um uh, empyrean's a unique one in and of itself uh it's a, it's def but i mean you're being too nice <laughs> <laughs> no i i agree with 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 metal 571's take on the empyrean it's like it's 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 good it's just it's not three thousand dollars good like yeah. it, it's like lcd2 level or lcd you know like and, in that one thousand to two thousand dollar range maybe and then and the basis is not great but and to speak on the specific question i think having the radiance and the empyrean is a good combo because the empyrean would be your fun headphone and the radiance would be more of your not that i've heard the radiance but i'm just basing it off of what um wait where am i pointing result well uh, sorry I, I just i just I just want to address that one thing about focals aren't usually source picky. They they are in the in the sense of they're picky for output impedance because yeah. they're low impedance, but they mm -hmm. they don't require a ton yeah. of power. Yeah, you'll easily be able to drive the, the radiance with the the what the con alpha. I think is what you mentioned, right? Uh, is the, is it is the Empyrean Aeolus? Aeolus, I think personally whoops the crap out of the Empyrean for sound quality. Personally, well, oh, he says, I uh, was thinking a neutral source with warmth. Of yeah, and that would Empyrean. be a good combo. It, it, the it, thing it, is, but... with with like the whole neutral source thing, unless you're using a tube amp, all yeah, almost all solid state yeah. amps should be neutral. <laughs> yeah. It's only when you have certain interactions with output impedance, once again, with the headphone and then the source that will change the frequency response. So, in most cases, you, in a, especially with the Empyrean, you won't change the frequency response at all. Um, you now with. Again, this goes back to that question about ESS stuff that we were talking about earlier. Um, and actually, I should I should temper that statement a little bit because there are other sources that can change the frequency response if they're using certain transformers that are intended to do this. But for the most part, they don't they don't really change the frequency response. Um, but um, okay, sorry, what <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, oh, how do you convince someone that a DAC and amp are important in the chain? Uh, Let them have them to listen it. to, sorry, the cops are after me again, because I'm talking about this, uh, have them listen to something out of a real tech output on a laptop mm -hmm. and then, mm -hmm. and then get them to try even just a very entry level DAC yeah. amp combo and that should convince them that it matters. Um, do you it, recommend the, oh, is, is it Aeolus good? The Empyrean? That's the question. Sorry, Tyler. Uh, yeah, I, I, I personally think the Aeolus is better than the Empyrean 100%. I, I mean, I own the Aeolus and I had... And you could have owned the Empyrean. And I could have owned the Empyrean. <laughs> the Empyrean yeah. is the most comfortable headphone I've ever worn and, in my life. And it beautiful. did... It was the top of the list for me for my most yeah. comfortable headphones. So and it is probably the best like for comfort to performance, for at least for my head. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's worth it in that sense. But... It's not like strictly competitive for sound quality in the three thousand dollar price range. I don't think. I think build and engineering of the dang thing, and in yeah. comfort, it's in that three thousand range. Sound is below two thousand. Yeah. 
in, in my opinion, yeah. personally. Oh, definitely. And definitely. Like, yeah, and, yeah. and I think that, that yes, as someone mentions it, but yes, there are a group of people that really love it, and that's that's perfect. That's great for them. I don't think that that's – I'm not trying to take that away from them or anybody else. I don't think it's it's just personally that's my yeah. opinion of the, the, the that, that. Yep, yep. Um, and it's got a unique design principle yeah. as well. So I think it's beautiful. It's a beautiful Got that going for it. Um, let's see. There's... Do you recommend the Kyan IH6 for use with the Cord Mojo as a DAC? I need more power for my AKG K701 balanced modded by me. And for my next headphone purchase, the HD100S. It's interesting you mentioned that because the Kyan IH6 actually does have a specific output for the HD100S. <laughs> um, so, and it's it's because it's one of the outputs is 110 ohm output impedance, which is ridiculous uh, for anything other than that headphone. So yeah, you you would sorry the IHA six yeah that would work with the um, with the, I mean, most with the, amps will work with headphone. most headphones. I mean, yeah. um, oh, but he's asking sorry he's asking like about the Cord Mojo as a DAC. Yeah, um, it has a does it have a RCA output? A Actually, wait a second, I have one right here. Yeah, you have to do like the little uh, it's like. 3. No, you need the adapter. The yeah, adapter. you need the, yeah, the exactly. You need 3.5 to RCA. Mm -hmm. I have one back here. Yeah, as well. I have one somewhere. Um, uh, I don't think this is like something you need. Like you could, you could get a less expensive. Uh, if you already stack. have it, then yeah, get the yeah. Just get the cable, and it'll probably work. Yeah. Um, like for the for the analog output uh, to work. Some some asked a good question, and I and I was wanted to mention. Oh, do you guys enjoy listening to music and what genres? I thought that was interesting. Uh, no, I just listen to sine sweeps. <laughs> I listen with my eyes. I play single sine waves, <laughs> and then I look at the uh, the the um, FFT or the, the real real time analysis. And, and actually, I I want to we, we let's involve precog again because I think he fell asleep again. Yeah, Theo. Are you there? Thing? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, boss. Go. Yeah, hey, okay. hey, boss. Uh, what's what's your music genres? What do you, what do you like to listen to? Mm, I listen to a lot of like K-pop, J-pop, and um, you know, just the weeb stuff, right? And then uh, I also listen to country music, though. That's, that's yeah, a genre we had, we had that to, country so music. Okay. Uh, one yeah, right. In the in the, answer, in the answer, answer, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. Let me go first. I, I exclusively listen to electronic music now. Lies. No, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> electronic music and really aggressive rap. Oh yeah, I also listen to a lot of EDM. That's the other one I listen yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I listen to mostly jazz, classical, acoustic kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, flamenco, guitar. Um, yeah, piano music. I like. I like. You know garbage too i like i like metal <laughs> i grew up on on metal so you know uh listen to a lot of pink floyd classic rock stuff i like the beatles i don't listen see this is the thing this is going to trigger chrono because he loves the beatles yeah that's a most really of the, band man those are pretty cool I, i've been hearing yeah, them a lot lately. most of the most of the beatles stuff is not very well recorded <laughs> it's yeah, pretty bad it's actually pretty bad, yeah it's kind of like listening but, to uh, Rolling Stones stuff. But I, it's good though. Like I like the Beatles. I, I think they're awesome. But Pat Metheny, yes, I am a big fan of Pat Metheny. He's one of the go, go, one go, of my go favorite Penguin. guitar players. Go Go Penguin is great. Yeah, Go Go Penguin, uh, Ting Val Trio. I've gotten I've gotten Ant right on the Ting Val Trio now. So we listen to a lot of the same stuff. Michael Walney. Um, yeah, I, yeah, and for classical, I like Yo Yo Ma and stuff like that. But um, 
I know Tyler's really into Billie Eilish, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 ridiculous. I listen to everything. I literally listen to everything. Uh, if I like a track, like I don't necessarily listen to full albums. I, I I'm I have specific tracks. Like I love Rodeo uh, for like a classical one of one of my favorites. Uh, Green Sleeves. Um, you know, I love I like those types of things for classical stuff. I love uh, blues, bluegrass. Um, jazz, uh, but on a regular basis of just randomly listening to stuff, um, yeah, you can. Uh, I can post up my my little Spotify playlist thingy that I listen to, but I'm I'm all over the place. But mostly we'll break OBS if you do. Yeah, I'll break OBS. <laughs> yeah, don't. It, I've been having issues with that, but uh, um, yeah, I'm all over the place. I listen to EDM, I listen to K-pop stuff, to vocal stuff, to uh, everything. I'm Yoshi Horikawa for tr- oh, testing man. soundstage. Love Yoshi Horikawa, is man. Great. I do like his tracks. They're, Dude, awesome. they're good tracks too. Yeah, yeah I like that. I, yeah. I'll just like put it on in the living room and it's just like relaxing, you know? And then I mostly listen, like my biggest thing is I, I go, that's my one of my things I do to relax at the end of the day. So I mostly listen to music. Like that's like I, I'll grab some whiskey and I'll, after the yeah, family just goes to sit bed there. and just music. sit there yeah and the yeah. lights down and- this is the other thing there's so many people buying really nice headphones for listening to music while they're doing other stuff Which is- and i feel like that misses so much of the paying attention aspect mm-hmm. you know you could you could do better with less expensive headphones or less expensive equipment mm-hmm. and just turn off the lights and you know not pay attention to anything else and just sit there and listen mm-hmm. Pay attention, like flo- right? Actively the sea listen. Of, of, of music. <laughs> yeah, and that'll actually make it so that you hear mm-hmm. things that you don't hear normally because you're not paying attention to it. Not because of you know equipment, but because of your attention. That's yeah. That's the thing. If you can turn off the monitor and like if you have it on your computer or have like a specific I, designated listening I, station. I, I have a I have a a challenge for everybody in the, who's watching this in the chat. Um, if you like Pink Floyd, that is, mm-hmm. um, but. You know, lie on the floor with your favorite headphones, or some just somewhere relaxing, yeah. on the floor. You know, <laughs> but turn off. I know what you're talking. Turn about. off all the lights and then listen to. There's a song called "The Gunner's Dream," and just listen to that song and and just see how and pay attention to it, and just see what that experience is like, um, and the difference between that and just throwing on something in the background while you're you know browsing the internet or whatever. It's a very different experience. Um, I saw. Uh, some other question here that uh what oh what's your favorite jazz album uh it's gonna be uh return to forever uh chick korea return return to forever um the 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 one with uh spain on it that is also one of the best jazz songs of all time in my opinion um balanced is wild wildly overrated in my opinion so I'm inclined to agree, but we all just said that we prefer listening off of Balanced. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I swear my THX 789 on Balance was much wider than SE. This is the thing that I see very commonly in, um, like, well, I don't want to rag on the head fight, but like I see it in threads in forums in general where people will say, oh, with this pairing, with this amplifier and this headphone, it makes this headphone open up. I don't know what that means. Like, like open up as in like power correctly or, or you know, like to me, there's, I think a lot of that is probably psychoacoustics because I don't, I've never yeah. heard something like, like, even though I use these high-end amplifiers, right? That lots of really like, like there's the Fonitor X there, there's the 
X Saber behind me for the deck. The, the, the IHA six has tons of power. Open up is such a weird like descriptor for me that I don't know what to make of it. But I see it all the time. So I don't know. What's what's your guys' take on that? What does that actually mean? <laughs> I mean, it, it is kind of ambiguous. I think it's just sort of like a catch-all. Like, what is, what is the other one? Pratt, pace, rhythm, and timing. That, that one does get thrown around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I always think of Crins. Uh, you just slap. You just slap Pratt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what. I, that's what. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Honestly. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, Tyler, have you you've have you come across this? The phrase "open up" or eh, not not overly, um, but okay. I'm I'm more of the yeah I'm more of the just listen type. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, but and, like I, I, I'll like, grant there's go go ahead yeah. I say like you're, this is more like regarding like the scene versus balance right like that's what I was yeah I saw yeah, that so like to me if if I don't think that you're gonna get a massive difference outside of power boost, but at the same time. If you have an amp that has balanced in it, nine out of ten times more effort was put into making that balance. So it's probably going to be the better of the two on that specific mm -hmm. amp, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Because they have to do certain things to make that a balanced amp. And so, yeah. if you have balance, go balanced. <laughs> right. That's what we. It's like that's what it was designed for. Right. You're yeah. making use of whatever transformer is in there that it was specifically yeah. made for, and I'm totally inclined to agree. And that's why it's not that balanced inherently is better. It's just that the balanced outputs that the balanced amp was designed with is probably better than the single handed because it's it's doubling up on everything too. So you yeah. have to yeah. make sure everything is in line. Yeah. So yeah. Um. I. I, I just. Uh, on the subject of opening up, I'm not talking about tube amps because I do agree on the subject of tube amps that this can enhance the sense of soundstage. Tube amps, absolutely. Like you can get a wider, more <laughs> you spacious. Get some crazy, like three D. No argument there whatsoever. Like, yeah, uh, and, um, and, and also like like going to CanGem and trying out all the different amps. Like I've heard some things from yeah, CanGem where I was like, wow, I didn't realize that was possible as far as like what it did for mm -hmm. the experience in terms of you know dynamics or whatever else, but. I just, it's more, I'm not saying like, you know, open up is like, I'm more just, yeah, like Maybe more wondering what does that even, when people are saying that, what do they mean? You know, I'm not saying that it doesn't change anything. I'm just, I don't know if they're talking strictly soundstage or, you know, are they talking resolution or like there's, mm. these are metaphors that to me don't make hundred percent sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to touch last round. I mentioned something. So it, uh, there's something to be said about having, if you can get a single ended amp, it's just single-ended, no balance. Yeah, you, it's you're gonna get really good performance out of that, and it doesn't mean it's not as good as a balance. It just means it's single-ended, and it's gonna be performing. Yeah, I agree. Like if it, you can, balance is also twice as expensive because there's twice as many components in it. There's twice as many things to, you have to, to, to do make, with. not to, to make. Buy yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Like, it, sorry. Not to buy. Yeah. So you're you're adding more to it. So you're gonna have to pay for that uh, more to it. So a single-ended amp is gonna be probably just as good per se than a balanced amp but and for much cheaper if that yeah. makes sense like the element's a perfect example the element two element those i mean that's a fantastic little amp that's single-ended only so i mean because yeah. so i think uh, someone someone was saying that uh the tt2 is uh single-ended because rob watts doesn't believe in the balanced stuff so it's it's actually balanced too because you take the balance the x out and you either you get the you get a balance adapter and you plug them both in oh okay out, i see and then it has uh, a balanced you. out uh, okay. and out yeah. Actually, my tech does stuff like that, I think, as well, where they have uh, 
yeah, they have like a cable that, mm -hmm. that works as like a XLR out as well mm -hmm. that you just connect. You just, it's, yeah, it just comes out the back instead of the. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Uh, for full uh, for full attention music listening, do you generally go full size headphones rather than IEMs? Correct. Yes, but but see, I, I think you can do that full attention music listening thing with IEMs as well, especially because like these days I like to go you know hiking and stuff or go out for walks with IEMs. It's like part of my like testing routine i guess and yeah there's absolutely times like where i can just sit there in nature and like not pay attention to anything else and just like you know focus on just the music so i think it's totally possible with iems as well but at my desk when i'm testing stuff and like plugging into different sources and whatever and comparing headphones it's yeah mostly over your headphones um well i do it with iems as well but it's that's just something that i i enjoy more on the go um what are your thoughts about EQ? I just applied the Harman Target EQ to an LCD2C and can't come back. Classic or closed? Uh, I don't even know how I was enjoying them before. Yeah, the Harman Target, the EQ for the Harman Target on a planar, yes, I think it, well, like, not all planars, but but something like an LCD2C would sound really good, um, especially compared to the default tuning. Man. Um, but uh yeah, I also think you you have to be don't I'm not a fan of, of applying like the presets that have been done with okay, I'm not gonna throw shade at auto EQ and Jaco Passanen for his stuff because I think it's really cool what he's doing. I just worry a little bit that people are going to use this and apply this in ways that um end up messing up the the sound like from headphones that can't really handle it as much. Um so I, I'm um uh I advocate often more in favor of doing it yourself and then kind of using wide Q values and using conservative EQ. Whereas what a lot of these profiles do is they'll look at, they'll analyze a frequency response and then they'll automatically generate an EQ profile for it. And the uh, oratory doesn't do this anymore, by the way, but cause like he does have very specific EQs as well, but I, I trust oratories a little bit more than the automatically generated stuff because I, he also takes into consideration when headphones can't do that. And I know he also takes in consideration the 9K dip that's supposed to be there. Whereas I'm not as confident that others are doing this uh, as, as um, or scrutinizing it as, as closely. So um, yeah, I, I tend to prefer doing it a little more conservatively, keep the flavor of the headphone a little bit and then just adjust to taste. That's kind of my, my take on, it. because the other thing is like, you don't know about the unit variation that was involved and you don't know what, or if there was a revision or any of the rest of the stuff and unit variation, like we've talked about this in the past, but it, it shows up in like most headphones. Like mm -hmm. I can't think of like maybe the Sennheiser HD six XX and six fifties and six hundreds, maybe they don't have unit variation, but they probably do just minimal, you know, most headphones, like even the Focals have some unit variation, right? So I mean, there's a little bit there. It's going to have material. It's I mean. just, a, I think, yeah, it's just a result of, of what, what uh, transducers do. And you don't always know that you don't always know that the EQ profile you're applying is going to work perfectly for the headphone that you have, even if it's the same headphone. Uh, test, test, test tech asks, uh, Fostex Ebony, no longer available. Best slam in your review. Uh, what are the headphones should I check out for the best punch slam? Um, and then exactly. Yeah, say Focal. Um, exactly. <laughs> also mentions the Emutiques, which are almost Emutiques. a direct replacement, especially if you go That's... in and you can get the replacement cups. Um, yeah. And so those are really great. Uh, um, Borealis. I, Borealis. Um, yes. Yes, yes, it does. Uh, 
or, or the, Camp, the, the campfire back audio well. cascade. I, I'm gonna go on a limb and say that it it doesn't slam. Well, it does slam. You just don't notice it because there's no so... there's no it. It's all a bass shelf. It's, it's... <laughs> they're, um, yeah, they're definitely bassy. <laughs> um, and... I'm gonna get Chrono to review it. I'm gonna uh... send it over to him. Be like. You have to review this. To review this. I, I'm, gonna, I'm probably actually going to be selling mine. Actually, uh, maybe I'll do that. And I'll send them over to him with all the pads. Or you have them too. So never I mind. have them here, but you have all the pads and yeah. I don't. So that's the only reason I haven't reviewed it is because I, like maybe the other pads, you know, fix the tuning. You know, so I think the, the XL pads help, but it's still they're still bassy. They're still bassy. Eh? Okay. Yeah. Well, there's also the other pads that are like the suede or something or yeah they're they yeah, suck if you have a beard you're gonna hate them because yeah. i hate them <laughs> yeah. um I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna throw a question to to, to precog here yep. um if he's if he's still with this <laughs> boring with all these with all these over your headphone conversations no worries uh, the question for precog is uh um have you had a chance to try the uh legacy five and some of the other the audio stuff that's coming out no i haven't i haven't tried the, any of the new stuff i've tried the only the legacy 3 and voyager 3 um voyager 14 too that was their previous flagship i think briefly right. okay um okay. yeah i haven't gotten my hands on the newer stuff yet is there anything uh, at, at the moment that's like re that because you know the, the the monarch and clairvoyance are are so you know like a week and a half ago. Is there anything that's like <laughs> that like this week that you've seen that you're like, man, I really want to try that? Um, or say in the last little bit that you know. Let me think. Because I honestly, I've got, not particularly. Uh, oh, what, did are, you have something in mind? Yeah. The um, what did you have in mind? The essay six. Oh, the Dune one, right? Yeah. yeah I asked that. Tom about that. He's like. Um, if they were going to do a tour with that, but I guess the logistics are kind of hard right now. Oh well yeah. With everything that's going on. But yeah. I'd love to hear that one too. Cause Ant seems to really like it. That's, and it, that's the thing is I, it does I get measure most, nicely. Yeah. It's I get most of my too. like hype from the stuff that Ant recommends. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I know my preferences kind of line up with his. So <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty too. They're real pretty. Oh, the SA six. Oh, that's, that's yeah. They, they did in a different shell design this time than their yeah. traditional one. Yeah. Did you see the measurements of the P2 yet? Yeah. The Hi-Fi P2. Ant doesn't like that one. No, he doesn't yeah. like it. Uh, I th I think uh, well, the treble looks insane on that. Yeah, yeah, that was the main issue. Looks just uh. nutty. <laughs> yeah, um, we've got to figure out something with it's, it's. There's something with planars and and closing off the shell is just looks impossible. <laughs> or I don't know, like they they got to figure that out because I want planar IEMs, man. <laughs> And I don't want the the, the, Odin, the spider the thing. Planar, does it have no, it? no. What did um, it, have? it has some unique thing in there, right? No, it's uh, a tribrid. It's a tri it's, it's two dynamics, four, uh, six BAs, and two E stats. I think e stats. That's what I was saying. E stats. Sorry. Or maybe it's four E stats. It's four E stats. Four, yeah, there's. I just remember there being like. There's a, a lot. It's a lot yeah. of drivers. <laughs> Sorry, it's the monarch that's two E stats, and it's the the Odin. I think is four. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I think I think it's four um yeah yeah it is four yeah uh okay let's do two more questions and then we'll call it because oh, yeah we've been going for like over two hours um you can easily eq a base shelf into the ra yes you can um the clear and lx slam well but will clip if you listen to bassy music too loud blade blade run 2049 soundtrack never 
like even with these i and off of the tube amp which boosts the bass like crazy i i can't do it i i I can't do it because i don't listen i I listen to music at like a 90 db at most and i don't want to push it further than that because it's so unrealistic that anybody would like my take on the whole like driver clipping thing is if they do it you're listening you're probably you're probably going to damage your hearing (laughs) (laughs) it's probably not good for you Um, but even still even with that said i've never experienced it like not once i've seen videos i know what happens Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that maybe there's like some variation as far as like some of them are more prone to it than others but I've personally never eat, never experienced it once with any of the focals that I've had like personally owned or, you know, evaluated. So my take at the moment is that either this is a QC issue, in which case RMA it, or it's a, it's an issue where people are listening at volumes that are bad for health. Um, okay, Tyler. Pick a question and we'll answer it and then and then we'll call it. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, anyone try the Rupert Neve RNHP amp? Like briefly. That's a. Uh, <laughs> we can't really go very much with that question. Sorry. <laughs> briefly, briefly. Yeah. Uh, it was it was okay. I think it's a little low on the power side. Yeah, a little That's on the my, power side. It sounds like, good. They're I, warm. I was, warm I was thinking about this because with the uh, HD560S, this is 150 ohm, I think, and the 660S is, is 150 ohms. Sennheiser's other 600 series headphones are 300 ohms. The so 600 and 650, 6XX, they're 300 ohm, I think. Correct, someone correct me if I'm wrong on that. But uh, I don't understand why you would come out with a headphone that's 150 ohms when if you have an amplifier that can power a hundred, like no amp, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong again, but I can't think of a common amplifier that can't do 300 ohm headphones. Like they're coming down in price so dramatically. And so I, I keep thinking like, well, if you can drive hundred, if you have an amp that can do 150 ohm headphones, it can probably do 300 ohm headphones too. So where's the advantage of going to 150 ohms? I, I just don't see it. I don't know. Maybe, Someone in the chat can can let me know like if there's a if there's something that maybe an iPhone dongle, I I don't, I, I just it blows my mind that that manufacturers are making stuff at 150 ohms because that's that's like it requires more power than you would be able to get with a t- with a, without an amplifier right like running it from a phone. Um, but but still like any amplifier that you would buy would be able to drive a 300 ohm headphone as well mm-hmm. so. I just, I don't see the benefit of lower impedance on that. Um, and they can market it as easier to drive, but still not easy enough to drive it from a phone. It's not like a Focal. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, yeah. If, you're, uh, yeah go ahead. if budget is $2,500, would you just buy a VC versus Aeolus plus Icon? Greedy, I know. I would. Yeah, I'd just be done. I mean, at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. Um, it's better to, rather than getting stuck in mid fi hell, yeah. spend, do what Precog did. <laughs> he went Buy- straight to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just like, wait a little longer. Buy the higher end thing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, 
Worse than it ruins a lot of things after that yeah, for you. It does. That's yeah, the other you, thing to consider. But then you don't have Saves to worry you money in the long run. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. The, the poor man buys twice. I think that's true. I do not use uh, EQ, uh, Vincent Hush BH. Vin- yeah. Uh, I don't uh, Chrono that. will be probably putting together an EQ profile pretty yeah. soon for that, I imagine. Um, okay, that's we've we I think we've exhausted the uh, the questions. Um, yeah, uh, I think we should probably uh, call it there. What do you guys think? Unless there's anything else, any final thoughts from either of you guys? Mm, uh, talking, we haven't heard from you. I just, <laughs> I just want to apologize for like, you know. No, not no. being as attentive as I should be. <laughs> I've you're, been you're, trying to you're good, get man. some other work done. Well, we uh, the thing is, like with with the rest of us, we're more like over your headphone guys, right? Where whereas uh, you know, for for you, you're the the IEM king. So <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Thanks. Um, anyways, uh, that's gonna conclude the, this uh, live stream. We'll uh, look forward to chatting with everybody in the next one. And thanks everybody for your questions. So we'll we'll see you guys soon. Hasta